Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So for 2022, the podcast has teamed up with Leduso, who are an activewear clothing brand. They give our listeners 15% off at checkout if you type in SFTO15 on the website. Um, check out the gear, it's great, and you get 15% dizzy just for being a, a listener of the show. Thanks to the lads there for helping us out. So this episode sponsored by Rich Time Watches and Jewellery. They have got a brand new boutique up in Hale in Cheshire. You want to call in and have a look. It's absolutely unbelievable. Rich will look after you there. If you check them out on Instagram and on all the social media platforms, say that you've uh, you've been sent from straight from the off. Rich will look after you for, for an absolutely unbelievable service. I've also got big thanks to say to Jockey from Transalpino for shorting this and my army, Anthony the Caveman Cavo from down the South End, well in Cavo. Um, Transalpino, I've got a new shop as well in the Met Quarter, so get in there and, and check that out for, obviously they're the original in the uh, Terrace Way culture that, we, uh, that we're in and, and they've evolved from the 70s and the 80s, the match going uh, fans from Liverpool and Everton, so call into Transalpino and say hello to the lads there, check out the gear. So today's guest's probably been mentioned on here, um, especially of the lads of a certain age, by probably every single one of them, and he's been named as probably the toughest opponent, he's been named and having the best touch, basically everything, so... Welcome to the show, Billy Kenny. Well, thanks for having me, Mick. Boss to have you in, Bill. Oh, right, so it's up to be here, lads. Sounds. Boss, right, so we go straight back, straight from the off, mate. How old were you when you first started playing? Who did you play for at first, and who do you support? Well, it's no brain who I support, because it's, uh, it's Everton, lads, since fucking day dot, because um, of my dad, and, you know, it's well pub- it's been well publicised. But um, the first time... It was in Bailey, lads. Just I was just infatuated with football because of my dad and the trophies he used to bring in from when he played for amateur football, um, running rounds in Bailey, and then in the U clubs. It all started in the U clubs back then. There was a lot of U clubs. There was loads of U clubs yeah. around, wasn't there, lads? So it was Titchy. It was a uh, Chuby Barton. Yeah, he, um, he bring us round to all the other U clubs uh, down to Vonnie Oye and stuff, and. Um, we play all like the local youth clubs and that. Little that, youth club World Cup. Yeah, and five aside. And where I grew up in Burley, Mick, there was like there was like a few a few footy pitches dotted around. So there was a bowling green along by um, um Sylvester Street there we used to play. Terrorising people's bowling greens. Yeah. Everyone just wants to get on a bowling green and play footy, don't they? Yeah, it but this one, this 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 one was open. It wasn't like uh, the bowling. It, it wasn't like blocked off or nothing. You know what I mean? It was. Oh, it was fucking boss, man. So we used to play like um, in Bailey when I was a kid. There wasn't many Evertonians, you know, lads. We had to go down to bottom Bailey and get like little Spuddy Murphy and Franny Collins to go and go for us. And it was like me, uh, Tony, and Johnny Barton. Tubies lads who we were Evertonians in the old Bear League. It was the eighties, Liverpool were winning fucking everything, wasn't he? My dad played for Everton. So we used to play this family called the Maloneys. Yeah. From Bailey, L- lovely fam, mad fucking mad reds. Oh man, he was and you can remember in the eighties and that and being a kid and that. And Liverpool winning everything. It was fucking suffering to be an Evertonian. So their their family was big, the Maloneys. It was like uh, 
Tom Single, uh, Lee Gilmore, Michael Gilmore, John McPhee, but they're all Maloney's. Yeah. They're, 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 all the same family. Yeah, they're all the same families, and there was a few of them, and they were all a little, little year older than us and that. And um, I'd always rob one of my dad's trophies out the house, bring it along to the... So there's fucking precious straight away to murder me, you know. Because <laughs> I used to get played these with, like, the Crocky Legion and the Britain who he played for, you know what I mean? And I, 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 I'd say to them, look, I'll play for my dad's trophy and that. Look on that old one's his trophy back. Yeah, <laughs> honest to God. So, um, oh, man, and they'd fucking cheating bastards. They used to have me blood boiling. They'd be murdered. They'd be proper fighting for over 40, proper fighting. They'd be kicking fuck out of me. Art's only was, and Johnny are even younger than me, you know. It was just mainly me, you know what I mean, against these five, six Maloney's, mate. And they'd win and they'd fucking, they'd get you all day and I'd, I'd be fucking, I, I think I'd, every one of them was scrap. It's always be fighting. I hate getting beat. I couldn't let my dad's trophy go, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, the games would go on, they'd move the goals, they were fucking horrible, you know what I mean? A like proper horrible. And uh, boss lads, like, it was just a Liverpool Everton thing and that's where the eights of for Liverpool come from. I carried it with me right through fucking Everton B team, Everton A team, Everton Reserves, first team. I had this Spain and, and I, had, I always had them in the back of my mind. So so thanks, lads, you know, <laughs> for um, giving me the extra... Stoking the fire. Giving, yeah, stoking the fire, because they actually I swear to you, lads. And um, so, so Tuby, yeah, so then um, Tuby got an 11 aside then. We were going around to all the other U clubs and Merseyside, Liverpool. We were fucking, we were tonking everyone, you know what I mean? Um, and up to Madder Avenue and had the police fire aside. He brought us up there. We we won that. Boss then, weren't he? Boss, lad. Yeah. Madder, I used to love it, mate. He used to uh, get a little pack lunch off the busies and rob one as well. You had to rob one, didn't you? You'd get That's one true. and rob one. <laughs> I always remember getting one and robbing one. You were fucking starving. But because we'd get to the later stages of the final, we'd be there till the fucking... It was going yeah. dark, you know what I mean, lads? After all the knockout game. But we loved it. I can always remember. And Chibi, mate... So we um, used to play, and then Tuby had we we City under elevens or under nines. Must have been under elevens or under nines. Be fair, like we used to play uh, OTB o- over the bridge, um, the Charlesies and that, Percy and Goal, and we used to play them. And then they folded Tuby. Um, we were all uh, City was getting knocked down. The U Club was getting knocked down. So. Um, the team was folding, so so when I was about eleven, the four swallows, Johnny, Tuby got here, Johnny into the under nine four swallows, and he got me. He said to me, "Why don't you there go train?" There's under elevens four swallows. It's when I met Tobo, wasn't I? Yeah. And Mark Phillips, they played for them. Yeah. They ended up being and my you best. Were like one of the most successful like amateur kids team. Yeah. In, in England, maybe. Yeah, we we were brilliant, but. I can actually remember turning up on Everton Park for the first training session. John Bly was the manager, uh, boss manager Bly. Um, he mad Liverpool. He knows his football. He knew his football. You know what I mean? And like it was a proper setup. Um, remember him throwing me my shirt. Me, uh, it was like we had like a gold and blue shirt, like a yellow and like blue. Remember him throwing me? It was at number eight, I think. I was fucking made up. He's all got you, your kit and that, and. Um, 
And then yeah, we 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 we, we he got a boss team together, John. He was he was a boss manager because he he, he went to he goes to all the Liverpool games. He still goes now. He's a mad mad Liverpool. So he he's one us playing like Liverpool, and uh, he had us passing it around. That was my very first time, like with, with a proper team, not the four swallows. But at the same time, being about eleven, I was playing with my dad and all his teams. I was getting a game with them on a Tuesday in a, in the school Tuesday night. So like uh, five sides, no? yeah, five aside with my dad's team. My dad took the footy in, in a. It was Archie then, it wasn't Saint Bridget's. It was Archbishop Whiteside the school, and uh, my dad used to open that on Tuesday nights, and all all his team, the Barretts and that, used to play in that, and I used to watch for years. And uh, you're too young and all that, fucking gives a game, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> so we got on and that, and then and then. It, it, from from a very early age, my dad had like be be telling me like, look, you're giving the ball away, lad. You can't be like dribbling, give the ball away. So I I, I picked it up, simple, dead easy. Yeah, the, and I found that's it, like adult footy, and it keep the ball. Yeah, and the, and the, what I found difficult was like the chasing back, um, the chasing back and the working hard off the ball and all that. I was and like and then I picked that up and that. And then I thought, oh, fuck that, mate, chasing that ball. So I was very, and then uh, he learned me how to be, that, and that taught me how to be careful with the ball. Yeah. Don't give it away because I'd have to go and look for it and chase it down. And you know what I mean? It was too hard. Do you reckon that sort of developed your brain as a, as a, a kid? Because kids don't think like that, do they? But you're, no. if you're playing with fellas, you, yeah. and, and obviously your dad was a pro, he, he knew exactly yeah. what he was on about. Yeah. Yeah. Has that developed you at, at a younger age to see the game a bit different? Definitely. Absolutely, definitely. I mean, there was a lot of like, Shouting and stuff like that, cause my dad had like he get frustrated. He must have felt like oh, ah, Billy, he's, he's only a kid, you know what I mean? He's giving the ball away, and I, and I must have been like in the beginning fucking their game up, you know what I mean? I can remember this. Remember crying, walking home, and that, and he go, oh lads, look, I'm I'm only trying to help you, and I say you fucking shouting at me, and <laughs> and then this that and the other. But I got better at it and all that, and then I started getting. The thing with me dad was he he never like, oh look, you're doing boss and this. He just say, well done, God. How does what see me goal tonight? And I would go home and tell me man, he you wouldn't get a you just get a well done off me dad. That was it, you know what I mean? But he he showed me how to play. I knew how to play football at, at properly around about twelve. I knew the importance of keeping the ball and that, and not wasting the ball and and and, and tracking with your runners and that. You know what I mean. So, I was already advanced yet. Yeah, the time I was fucking time I got to the four swallows. Did you feel any pressure because your dad played at a level? Was there anything like? I I I, I not not I didn't feel it. I put pressure on myself. I just had a burning desire to play for Everton because the bottom alone to put me through. This went on for years with these and in Bailey. Cause um, I mean, there was a lot more football going on as well when I was growing. Everyone played football. There was no fucking computers. There was yeah. no f- lucky bikes then, lads, and wanting to go graft and all that, mate. It wasn't. Everyone loved playing football. Everyone had a ball. Pairs, shooties, barely was alive for football. Cracking players come from barely, lads. I can, I can name a few that I've listened on your podcast right now. Paul Baines, Lee Fairlong. Paul's other brothers, the Burns, he's us, he was a lot of them alone, he was a lot of Franny Pewey, Dev Franny, um, Andrew Fuller and Michael Gilmore, these are all from Burley, mate, they, they were good players, you know what I mean, 
really good players who I used to look up to and that. So everyone plays football when I was growing up. I can remember I'd, I'd always put pressure on myself because I'd tell everyone about my dad and that. Because all my kid, all, all my mates didn't know my dad used to play for everything. I didn't myself till I was about 10. I, I wasn't on it, you know what I mean? Until I was walking around um, town with my ma. I remember getting off the bus in town with my man. There used to be this fella shouting, hey, lads, it's your dad used to play forever. And when I'd turn around, there'd be no one there. And I'd say, hey, my ma, my ma, I'd look at my ma. And my ma would be going all colours, no going red and all that. And she'd be shouting, fuck off, Marty. It's only, it was only Paul Burke, no Paul Burke. He'd yeah. keep it. It was his time, Marty Cross. Hey, lads, it's your dad used to play forever. <laughs> Making a cut to me and my ma, you know what I mean? And then I'd say, hey, mum, yeah, my dad play forever. And she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he'll tell you and all that. Well, that was it then. As soon as I knew my dad played forever, and it must have been about nine then, lads, or eight, nine. And uh, that was it then. I thought, my dad played forever, and yeah, fuck that. I want to play forever. And then the England cap, everything made sense around the house and that. Yeah. And then he'd take me to watch his footy, then the Barretts and that. And then um, it's when my first idols come into it then. Uh, Kenny Morgan, Ronnie Morgan's yeah. lad, yeah. dad. Does, yeah. I seen him playing in that at his charity game the other night. He still play over forties. He's, he's fucking seventy. Kai, Kai Morgan, Raffo, Bobby Borden, and me dad. Um, and then I'd, I'd watch players like Vic Morley, Aiden Morley. Or Aiden's not well at the minute. Love Aiden, mate. Um, fucking hell. And then me, me own dad used to go on about uh, John O'Leary from Kirby. Never met John, never seen him play. And uh, Jimmy London, they were my dad's idols. Yeah. I got to play against Jimmy fucking London. Oh, mate. Oh, poor Jimmy's going through a bad time. I hope he's all right. And Michael, lad, so you're all right, Jim. Anyway, uh, there's, there's two players, there's two players, Mick, who I could not get near in football. One was Ray Wilkins. Yeah, when I played QPR, he made us four one away. He, he he was England captain. Where did he play for Santoria and AC Milan? AC Milan. <coughs> a I couldn't get within kicking distance of him. I tried to kick fuck out of him that day. I was fuming. Les Ferdinand had scored a fucking an attack against us. A Loftus Road was he? Yeah, yeah. Loftus Road, mate. Him and Jimmy London I played against Jimmy when I was fifteen. The summer tournaments on the uh, the Aston Flinders Street, yeah, yeah. and man, I swear to God, he was fucking unbelievable. And I don't know how old he was then. Yeah. I really don't. But two players there, the two players, I, 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 I were better than me. You know what I mean? Who, who, who had me running around trying to fucking get close and tight to them? And honest to God, lads, of all the players I've played against them with, them too. Wouldn't be a bad uh, three-man midfield, that would it? Yourself and oh, them too. Honest to God, <laughs> yeah. But um, I swear, mate, and there's been loads of players, Mick, who've been like who have who have played with in the school. So what, the, what what primary did you go to? What junior school? I went to Our Ladies of Reconciliation, and um, it's in Burlington Street in, the, in in Scotland, in the middle of Scotland Road and and uh, Vauxhall Road. Yeah. Bailey, Burlington Street. I went there. It has a, a full size um, sh- uh, concrete pitch with iron goals in. Yeah. Rust, two rusty iron goals. We never had a school team, not like that, but I play time and that. We used to all go, we used to all go on the, um, used to have two teams, the, the, the headmaster would make two teams and and then um, 
I'd just be taking them all on, lads. I'd take the old class on score and all that. And you'd had like all the lads cutting across the school there and pitch to go and sign on, knowing the all on Voxy. Yeah. <laughs> all from Bailey and these old Piatta Island shouting, Billy, take them all on for us. And they used to buzz off it, you know what I mean? So I'd take the old team on and score. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what you like when you're younger, you know what I mean? You're taking people on and blah, blah. And, um, yeah, I can remember uh, I had a final with Titchy, the very first final, playing OTB in the final. And I'd left me fucking, um, I'd left me kit and me pump bag knowing the school on the Friday. Yeah. Shuby has already had murder with me. Turn up without your kit, you're not playing. I'd always turn up with one sock or fucking <laughs> me short, you know what I mean? Me mad and that and the kit on a Sunday, me fucking, I'd left it in the school. Oh, I'm thinking I'm saying to me, mate, I need me kit. I need my kit, so the caretaker at the time, fucking Kipper Lynch. Oh man, he looked like fucking, he looked like Scrooge, lads, off, off, um, the, no, the kids yeah, tell yeah. you, off, off Scrooge, he looked yeah, like him, scary as fuck, was only a kid, about 10. So we have left the kit, I said to little Lee, I need my kit, he said, I said, come to Kipper's, I'm going to knock a Kipper's, because like, on a Friday, you know, we'd be all on the roof and all that, in the school grounds, he hated us Kipper, you know what I mean, anyway. So he wasn't going to do me a fucking favour, lad, and open the school and get me my kit. So I'm like that, looking through the window, make out my pump bag, I'm thinking, my kit's in there, you know what I mean? Gone down, we knocked that kippers, fuck off, he said, the blinds have gone mad and all that, so we've ran away and that. And I couldn't fuck, I need me kit, Saturday afternoon, final in the morning, I was footy mad, lad. Footy mad, our first final. He's there and everyone were coming to watch me, ma. And I said to Little Lee, fuck Kipper, lad. I said, I'm screwing the school. Honest to God, how nuts it was. I put a fucking big halfie right through the window, mate. Got me, <laughs> got me <laughs> kit, lads, army pump bag. And I, was, I can remember the kit now. It was a, um, it was a Scott, um, Patrick Thistle kit, a Scott. Remember them, Scott, oh, yeah. that fucking Patrick Thistle with the stripes down yeah. there, one of them, that coffee. Bang, went and done the business, won, won my first cup and all that. He didn't get on at the school, you know what I mean? He just took one out of my pump bag. Turned said, up Monday to a ball no, with the window. Well, lad, you've just took the weight and turns up Monday. So I've knocked that little easy to come with me. I said, lads, I said, shitting ourselves to go in school. So as we turned in the school yards, our class are on the footy pitch. The headmaster's already up, but he up, he's late. I've thought, fucking better, you lad, they're not on it, you know what I mean? Say nothing, Lee. Uh, someone smashed this big big expo board on oh, someone and yeah so we'll we'll have to play footy this morning <laughs> so we'll <laughs> play yeah yeah bonus. double bubble lad oh, no way. honest mate so so then what happened then was lads when I'm leaving that school you all got phones to see what school you're going to all my mates everyone everyone in Bailey all my cousins because we were roped in, our family were roped in with the uh, the tailors, us. Yeah. No Tucker Taylor, have you yeah. heard of Tucker yeah. R. Mark? They, they, see, when me, when me dad's, me, me dad's ma died when they were, me, me dad had four brothers, and the ma died when they were younger, dead young kids, five, six, seven, eight, and um, uh, the dad was a bit, of drink, a bit of a drinker and all that, so um, Peggy Taylor took, took his nanny, 
took my dad as four brothers in. Yeah, yeah. Because he was a drinker, and and me, me nana must have said, "Well, you look after them. He's no good." Used to happen in them days, though, didn't Lads, it? People looked after. This was the fucking fifties, and and, yeah. and and Peggy Taylor, she had a big family herself. She so we grew up with her thing. With it. She was an animal. She was. Yeah. She's fucking a listen, lad. And then so Tucker's our fella, big Tucker. Uh, and his four brothers were like uh, grandfathers to us, like dads to my dad and all that. So I looked up to Mark Taylor as well. He was one of my first aisles with Paul Burns from Bailey. Tucker was a great player, left left foot, fucking Tucker was... Uh, he could have made a Tucker and Paul Burns. Paul's had a good career, though. But our, um, our Mark was more interested in going on the fucking ice with the lads, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he's fucking... Play- I played with him later on for the breeze. We've got a little team together. And then I played with him about three years ago for the in the Umbro Cup, is it? Yeah, the Umbro Cup, the Vets one, yeah. I played in the semi-finals against this all the ex-pros from Bolton. Great game. We won 2-1. It was a fucking hard game. Paul Baines took it. He asked me to play. But I was just finishing with the Brit. Then I said, go on. Semi-finals. Great game. They went on to win. I didn't play in the final. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm like like a fucking tailor, if you like, as well, you know what I mean, lads? So from there, so everyone, all the tailors, all the Kennys, all the Maloney's, everyone went to that uh, St. Bridget's, where Tobo and Philo went. Yeah, yeah. The, the senior school. So I'm, I think, oh, he's like, Dad, he went, oh, you're not going there, you. I said, what do you mean? He said, you can't go there, he's full of birds, girls, you're messing about, believe you want to play football, mate. I said, but you went there. He said, it was all lads then, lad. He said, when I went, my dad played for England schoolboys yeah. from that school, St. Bridget's. Yeah. It used to be Archie. Mm. Devastated, Mick. So what the fucking hell do you mean? As I'm telling all my mates, I can't go there. I, I just started playing with the Swallows, Tobos, Rooney and all that. I begged Tobo to come to Campion with me, lad, he did. He come to Campion for about three years with me and then went back and then got a transfer <laughs> to fucking turn my head and ask him. Free transfer. He got a transfer to St. Bridges because Rooney and uh, Phil, the, all, all my mates, I should have been there with them. But um, so I sacked for about two weeks, lad. I sad didn't go into Campion. So I'm not going there to come on top. Went to see the headmaster with me dad. He said, look, he said, he said, I believe you, you know, you're a good footy player and that you want, you want to play footy and all that. Steve McManaman was in our school then. Yeah, and this Dave Smith, he played for Norwich. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in our school. Alec Watson, Dave Watson's brother. Dave yeah. Watson went to Campion. Frankie Strode. Frankie Strode. Well, I've, I've got Frankie on me, me, me notes here. We'll get to him in a minute. Frankie, great player. Great lad. Stevie's best mate, isn't he? So anyway, um, the, the headmaster said, he said, look, if you, if you want to play football, he said, you, you, you come to the right place. You know, it's boss for sports and this, that and the other. Went over to me, 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 me form cast, but because I've been sagging for two weeks, I didn't know anyone. Felt ashamed and all that, lads. Like all my mates went to St. Bridget's. Yeah, felt like an outsider. Yeah, proper. Took me ages to settle in and uh, had a couple of fights. Had a, I've, I've, I've had a fucking, I've had more scraps, lads, than fucking most boxers, I swear to you. <laughs> so anyway, I've had a couple of scraps and that made a couple of mates settle down. But had trials for the, uh, the footy team. About a fucking hundred lads there all got knocked out. We ended up with a fucking we ended up with a boss team, mate. I'm telling you now, a boss team. We won the English trophy to me at Goodison against Carl's High School from the Isle of Man. We beat a team from Middlesbrough in the semis. Jamie Pollock played for them. Oh, did he, yeah? Beat them 2 1. Getting beat here uh, 1 0. 
uh, by five minutes to go, Micah scored two goals, lad. Scored two. Scored a free kick, and then I got the ball. Honest to God, it's probably one of me, me, the best goal I've ever scored, lad. I, I fucking I went on one. I started taking the old team on again, didn't I? But I done it. Ran the keeper and put us in the last seconds, of the, the last minutes of the game. All, but all the school comes to watch. It was the semi final, all on the pitch. It was hard. So anyway, in the school team, it was like John Doolan. Yeah, the Duke. The Duke. Great player, fucking solid boss player. Jared Meadows, balls he had from the South End. Do you know him? Don't he was South End to me. No, no, from up here, mate. Oh, are you, lads? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Tom Littlewood now off the celly, Jared. <laughs> but he was a flyer, lad. Flying winger, boss player. Um, myself, Tony Judge up front, like he and Rush, he was fucking brilliant. Uh, we had Stephen Jeffers, best left foot. Well, he's up there on my left foot, Jeff O. Big Gavin MacDonald's at the back. We had the smallest keeper in the world. I don't ever think he made one 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 say We won we won that five one. The final we smashed. We never ever got beat, lad. The final. This cow's high school from the Isle of Man. Well, the Isle of Wight, one of them. Uh, they never been beat. Same as us. We made it five one. We were we were that good, like you know what I mean. I mean, I was a little bit chubby then at the time, lad. I wasn't like. I, I was good, like, but there was just players, the, the rest of the team were good as well, as good as me, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was fucking quality players in there. A couple of them could have easily fucking me. I used to knock at judges all the time when we'd leave. He was more interested in his pigeons. He had a couple of leg breaks, Tony Judge. He was fucking, he, he, he could finish, lad, you know what I mean? I was yeah. put, I put him through, he'd finish it off every single time, mate. He was that good. As a kid, and I played for the four swallows with me. That's probably around about the time. Then, obviously, we uh, we had him on Darren Connor when he was saying about Delashella played champion, and and he he basically said he, he said at the time on his pod you probably listened to, but he said I was a bit intimidated by him. He said he didn't mean it. It was just your demeanour or the style of play. He thought he'd think oh, hell, up against Billy here. And I don't know whether that sort of come across to you, or were you just? I think Darren. I think Darren uh, used to think too much about like he mustn't have got any sleep the night before. I I wasn't like that, me. I, I used to uh, I used to love a challenge. Do you know Darren did as well, like, but uh, for some reason, he must have like thought. I don't know. I didn't feel. I just always intimidated anyone. Do you know what I mean, Mick? I was just. I was just, I know what I was more scared of, and, and I still am today, getting beat. Yeah. That, that I fucking hate to get, so it's d- really You didn't good. notice that you had like a swagger or, a, or an order about you, you just went to play in your just, own style? I just, you know what, I, I, I was, I, I was, I, I, I'm a confident lad, I'm full of confidence, especially on a footy pitch, and that comes from like, from when I was a kid probably, you know what I mean, lads, I want to win every single game, I, I want to be the best, I want to. I want to fucking. I want to make sure we win in that lad by any means. If it if it was coming up against a good player, I would think right bump. It's it's me and you. Let's let's have it. You know what I mean. Let's let's fucking. Not, I'm not saying I've I've never never gone on the pitch to hurt anybody. Darren used to kick fuck out of me. Darren Connor. We used to have some great games. I used to see. See when we used to play double J transport. Is is Sunday League team or or Della Cell. I'd be made up, me, you know what I mean? Tell us how a good team, the big lads and that. Yeah. Big Damien, Darren. Um, he, he, he had a good team and that, so I, I fucking loved it. And uh, in our team, we had good players, but we also had, like, 
mediocre players what we had to carry, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but tell us how they have fucking their, their old team because it was a good challenge for me. Anyone who was like anyone, I used to think, right, because I used to want to try, like, as I got older, and to be a professional, I used to try, I used to like want to try my, uh, my fitness level out. Yeah. So I'd be everywhere, you know what I mean? I, I'd hate to mark me, to be honest, because I wouldn't switch off. Never, ever switch off. I'd always be looking for the ball. I mean, I'd run up and down the pitch just for, just for a little touch, you know what I mean? And just have people following me and and stuff like that. But no, I, didn't, I wasn't aware, like, I was intimidating anyone. It was just that, like, uh, I think I used to intimidate people with, like, with me, with me go play more than anything, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I've never been dirty. I've ne- I, 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 I think what he's got is it was my desire and my drive. Yeah. People could say that about Gerard or Keane or Vieira. It's the desire to win, mate. Yeah. If you've got that. And Darren did, but I, I, Darren Connor, he just, I mean, myself, I, I, I don't think Darren really believed he, he could be a professional footballer, you know, and he could have. He could have, because he was one of the toughest fucking players I ever come up against, yeah. mate. Yeah. I'm telling you. And um, as we've got older, we, we were enemies. I mean, Darren, when we were younger. But he made me, he, him and a few others made me the player I was. They were driving me on as much as, like, anything, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I wanted to be better than them. Yeah, I, I did, I'll tell you straight. I wanted to be better than everyone. Tobo, my mate, I used to knock around with him. I wanted to be better than Tobo. He used to spare me on because he was a boss player. Yeah. I wanted to be the best of the best, if you like, you know what I mean? So was that when schoolboys interest then? Did you come into the, uh, the schoolboys? I don't know. The schoolboys school give you the Schoolboys. The school, it come from the uh, Campion. Campion, when you're playing in the likes of... Um, for the school team, and my dad was right. He said, he said the, the Liverpool schoolboys they don't pick like people from mixed schools. Bill, my dad played for Liverpool schoolboys. He played for England schoolboys. My dad, and I wouldn't have it often. But then, as I've got older and I've realised, and it happened to Tobo. Tobo should have been in my Liverpool boys team, and Sam, he went to the mixed school. Yeah, yeah, so it ended them, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, like da- not well-known school. My dad was right. I, I just don't think they touched, like, schools with, like, mixed girls and stuff. They wanted, um, couldn't know, you represent Liverpool school, but they want you, like, fucking... Yeah, your SFXs and all, all that. All yeah. that, lads, you know what I mean? So, Tobo, honest to God. So, um, so yeah, it was the school team. The scouts going, um, watch you playing for the school. They'll have like feelers out there and, and then and then I got invited up to Penny Lane for trials. Now Mick, I swear to you, I was only small, me lads. I'm only small now, you know what I mean? I'm only five foot fuck all. But they were fucking big fucking lads with big hairy legs. You know what I mean? His little Billy here. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, I'm all to you, lads. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm telling you, he like... Um, this Mark Reynolds, he looked like a werewolf. He ended up being the centre-half. Great lads, great mates, fucking boss player. Mark Reynolds, mate. So anyway, we goes up there. And um, and if I'm being honest, lads, I didn't really have, have the best of fucking, the best of trials. I really never. So so what happens was, I was worried sick, so I was in the changing rooms and... In Penny Lane changing rooms, they used to have like every every Liverpool boys team on on a full time yeah, yeah. going around the changes. Did you ever did you ever go in there, lads? Yeah, yeah I remember them. Didn't get in like. 
Do you remember the changing rooms yeah. with the, all the photos? So anyway, I'm looking looking at all the photos, and here's me dad. Here's me dad, and I think it was David Johnson with England caps on the photo on the wall. So I'm I'm showing all, all my mates and everyone who's there's me dad, there's me dad. No way, I was fucking made up, and um, the manager was behind me, Paul Weir, and never forget this. And I've never ever told anyone because it's never come about. That's why I said I made up and doing this part. Because it gives me an opportunity to fucking to die get things out there, you know, and 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 be truthful about things. And this is the truth, this lad. I I, I don't think I've done well enough to get in that Liverpool boys team, you know. I was always chubby and that. I wasn't training like the training come just I'll tell you how I got fit as fuck now. As I'm telling everyone about that's me dad, and here's the, here's the manager behind me, Paul Weir, and he went, so who's that, who's that, lad? I said, that's me dad, that's me dad there, sir, you know what I mean? And I, I'm sure he's done a bit of research. Anyway, I, I, it got knocked down, I got invited back, which I didn't think I deserved to be there, to be honest. There was, there was a lot of, like, fast players there and big players, and I thought, I thought they're going to want all the big noshes and all that, you know what I mean? And... I just wasn't happy with my performances, to be honest, lads. So, got got invited back. Anyway, I got in the team. I got in the team, then I was fourteen. I got down. I got in the squad, and that. And I, and I swear to you, I'm sure it was only because of me dad, because I was throwing me dad's name. But I'm sure to this day, lads. She in the England cap and went, yeah. I'm telling you, I swear to you. I know I worked hard, and I, I ended up being a player. I ended up being, but no, that's that's always stuck in my mind. That I reckon I got a leg up because of me fucking dad. Now people are going, are oh, you a brilliant Bill? That's all. So yeah, but look, he was he was he was better players than me. So anyway. I'm in there now, so my dad's going, right, you're in Liverpool, boys, team. Billy, you got to stop, stop, stop fucking about me because I was fucking... I was in the streets, I'm barely in the streets, lads. We were getting up to madness and that, lad, fucking... Screwing the feathery and all that, fucking pillars and... People were into burgling shops and fucking... I was getting going down the wrong roads, you know what I mean, lad? I was going down the wrong roads, man. So my dad said, look, we'll be moving from Bailey. Bailey was getting knocked down. So, um I'm buzzing, I'm playing for Liverpool boys, we're doing well for the Swallows. I think the Swallows had just finished at the time, but like, just, I think we got the, yeah, the Swallows had just finished, but we're, we're all still in school, so we're all playing, like, Tobo moved to fucking St. Bridget's, none of them got in the day, the school boys team. I don't even think they got trials, to be honest with you, because they were in a fucking mixed school, my dad was right honest, so, so, um, he said, get down and see Peter Kenny. Go down and see Peter, my dad's cousin, Peter Kenny's more like an uncle. He's been, he's been like a, a more of a father figure to me all my life, to be honest. I wouldn't be sitting here now and, and the career I've had without Peter Kenny. Goes down to Leo's, he takes all the boxing. Yep. He takes the circuit in the boxing gym, Leo's. I, I, I was a bit chubby and as I said and that lad I'd, I'd never boxed in my life I was 14 I'd be moved out of the area so I'd have to walk I'd be moved to Mare Lane now so I'd walk all the way down St George's Church right down the hill across Scotty into Leo's I went I spewed up Mick for about three weeks lads I've never never trained like this before training with like uh, Terry Daly He's one of my idols, my fitness idols. He's just one of the lads down there. He's not a sportsman. He just loves training. Just a machine. Just listen, fucking Terry Daly. He was a lovely fella. And thanks, Terry. 
Um, no, no one knows Terry. Only if he's from Bailey, you'll know he's not a sportsman. No, he's just a trainer. Now he got a bit of jail and ends up getting fit as fuck and come out. He was in there and then and then on a Friday in Leo's we do our boxing and that going big runs and that starting to get fit now. So so I'm playing better football. Yeah. So um, doing the gyro, run along to the gyro, went beautiful and that from Leo's back. I'd always, I was coming last me all the time, but I think I was this weird, Billy, you know what I mean? It was fucking hard, lad. And then I'd have to get back to Leo's 10, 15 minutes after fucking Terry's alien had to get there. But I'd, I'd, I'd finish all the time. The desire was there to finish these long runs and that. And then do the bags, the pads, weight circuits, Peter had me doing. Spent a lot of time with me, Peter. So anyway, from then on, 14. Fucking hell, Mick. Four years later, I'm playing in the Merseyside Derby. All the weight's gone. I'm fit as fuck. Um, Liverpool boys, I'm, we're smashing it, you know what I mean? We're playing like Salford, St. Helens. Great teams, Ryan Giggs. Uh, the St. Helens were strong. They won the English Sophie St. Helens that year. In the schoolboy years, they were brilliant. Kenny Woods, come to Evan with me. Drew Bailey was that little show come to heaven with me. Uh, Craig Lewin, Big Eddie, they were fucking big rugby players, man. They were brilliant, lads. Honest to God, we used to have it off with them. Have it off with Salford. Giggs was brilliant. Ryan Wilson, his name was then. Yeah, Wilson, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I play on the right, wasn't I? I was right midfield then. The Philip schoolboys. He was left midfield for them. So, he was in, he was in the schoolboys team then? I had my yeah, schoolboys. Yeah, Liverpool schoolboys at the time. John Zulin. He got in with me from Campion. Stephen Gerrard. Not that Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. Oh, from Nogsy. From Nogsy. He was good. Telesel, was he? He went to Telesel, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephen Gerrard's a good mate. Our little boss lads here. Uh, Barry Norris from uh, Canny Farm there. Uh, boss centre four. James Park. Jimmy Parkinson from Vizakli. Fucking brilliant. Them two, man. Um, Ian Fogg. Ian Gold. Great keeper. Fog, he's just he's a teacher now. He's yeah, he's playing for some top teams, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a good lad, great keeper. He was Fog, um, Mark Reynolds, big centre half, fucking had a beard like fucking. Oh, I was like Father Christmas, lad. We were only, <laughs> we were only 14, lad. <laughs> Little fucking. Probably one of them mambo. No, no, reminds me of Martin Keown, the human rash. Yeah. If he was on, Gosh. yeah, he was fucking on you, lad. Gosh. He was the same, Mark Reynolds. So we had Simon Benson. He used to pick me up and his little John, his little dad, John Benson. Th- 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 thanks to them, because as I said, make this platform, everyone listens to it, the football. So it gives me an opportunity to say thanks to a few yeah. people. You know what I mean, mate. So uh, John Benson used to get run me up, me and my dad up to the school boys with John Zule and our fellow used to get left because my dad didn't drive, lads. But these fellas took me there everywhere. You know what I mean, John Benson, John Zule and. Yeah, so then um, we had um, Tony Grant, Anthony Grant. Yeah, Tony, yeah. He was the year below. I'm sure he had a couple of games with us for the school boys. He was that good. Um, I'm sure he had a couple of games with us, but we were a, we were a boss side. Uh, Mick Smith from uh, he went to Liverpool. We all we, we we were all at clubs. We all went to clubs in the end. Liverpool, Everton. So what what was the first interest from clubs then? And how did it how did it pan out? Did they get in touch with your alpha or through the school? It, 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 well, well, they'd all be waiting, Mick, after the at Penny Lane. I'd come off the pitch, and I, and and I, I'd always be looking for my dad because my dad's work. My dad's worked on Brexside Park as the care open the changes and have the caretaker, didn't he? Yeah. When I was playing for like the schoolboys and Everton and all that, 
So my dad would get up there, like, when he could, like, the second half. He'd always get, even if it was for five minutes, my dad would get there. He'd get the bus everywhere as well, my dad. Uh, he say, Bill, I'll get there for the second half. I go, it's all right if you know, dad. But I used to love my dad being there, like, but, you know, no, and he's always get there, my dad. So when I'd be coming off the pitch playing Salford or St. Helens, as I said, because they were good games, and and, 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 and it's always like, I, I'm, I'm a big game player, if you like, you know what I mean? I'd be right up for any fucking big game, like any any game, I'm right up for it, lads. So I would always have a good game. I, I can't even remember if, 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 if I ever really had to. I'm not even being big as it, lads. I'd make sure I'd fucking work hard. I've had a few bad games, but I've... You could ask anyone, even amateur, the boxing gym I go to, I, I, I work hard, lad, first and foremost. So I would never really have a bad game. So when I come off the pitch, me die, you'd see like a Man United coat, an Oldham coat, Liverpool coat. Yeah. They were all the scouts around me dad. So obviously I had to, I used to speak to them all, you know what I mean? Like uh, the Everton uh, scout was Sid Benson, rest in peace, Sid, cracker Sid. To half look after me. Um, the Liverpool scout was um, Jim Aspinall. He got fouled and all that. I've heard Robbie talking about him on other podcasts. Jim Aspinall, fucking lovely fella. Him and Sid were after the same fella, yeah, same yeah. players for years, lads. But shopping, were, shopping in the same supermarket. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but 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 they had so much respect for each other. I love. I absolutely love the pair. Them. I used to go to Sid's house on Canny Farm. Or was that Jim Aspinall's? I, I, I used, to, used to invite me to the house with my dad and that. I've had my tea in there and all that. When I was trying to make my mind up. I had Eric Harrison down from Man United. Uh, I loved that Man United. I loved that Liverpool lads. I'd spend, I, I'd spend um, all summer at Man United. Ends up fucking uh, in Brian Kidd's house. I, 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 I always hated digs, me lad. I'd get up to fucking. I couldn't behave, lad. You know what I mean? I don't know what it was. I just couldn't. I just couldn't <laughs> behave, lad. So um, something must have happened. I've ended up in Brian Kidd's house for a couple of weeks. He looked after me up there. Seeing Ferguson, he offered me a great deal. Liverpool did. I used to love going to Liverpool, lad, with Phil Thompson, John Benson, Al John Benson. Yeah. Used to have a fucking scream with him, lad, I tell him. you. Yeah. Uh, big John Benson. What was uh, uh, Stevie Highway? All the Liverpool Daglish himself, they were all fucking lovely, lovely people. You know what I mean? I grew up hating these people, yeah. meeting them. Working with them, going in Liverpool, like really, really wanting me bad lad. They, they, um, they, they, they don't half look after you, Liverpool mate. I'm telling you, they, they, they go the extra, the, the bit for you, you know. And um, same at United, Everton. I never really started going to them. I was at Liverpool first with Tobo on there. Yeah. On a Tuesday night on the Shale pitch, John Benson used to have a scream. That then they'd have been Vinnie Meskell, and then. Mac Manaman, little Danny Vaughan from um, from Eighton. Started screaming, loved it at Liverpool, absolutely loved it. And then I started going to um, Everton on a Wednesday night, so it'll be Liverpool Tuesday, Everton Wednesday. I go to United um, in, the, in the school holidays. And I'm getting older now. I'm loving the boxing, saying I'm, I'm super fit now, lad, you know what I mean? I'm 16, super fit. Didn't drink, didn't fucking do nothing, just trained. Lived it, you know what I mean? Trains, um, bed, food, trains, and that was it. It's boxing gym. I used to walk down. I used to go. I used to love it, lads. So I got, su- I got super fit. So 
Uh, I could last a full game then, you know what I mean? Because like, when I was a kid with the little belly on and all that, I was only lasting fucking 40 minutes, you know what I mean? I was, and then I couldn't do nothing on the ball. I was blown for tugs and all that, the boxing saying, and I got, so myself, you know, yeah. got, got myself super fit. So then I ended up going to there. Liverpool took me to there, Wembley. Liverpool took me to Wembley with them, and, uh, and they got beat off uh, Wimbledon. Yep. Travels with Liverpool's first team there. Got the Got the Saki and all that. I got the Saki on went on the coach and all that. Stayed in the hotel. Give um, give Joe Boggle me ticket. I, I didn't need one. I was I was going in with the the, the team and that. Boggle would have got in anyway, you didn't have to give him so, it. So no, we'll give him it, give him it. Yeah, I said to you, I'll like, cough for that. He, he he's been everywhere with me, Joe. He's in the World Cup now, he has been sexing me. Um I give him me ticket. So Liverpool badly wants me. I can, I can remember walking home. We used to go back to them um, after training from Melwood. Because so, one summer holidays, I think I was at United for four weeks, then come home and then Liverpool for two weeks before I went back to school for the last year. So, uh, go, so and I, I can remember walking home. Yeah, we used to go back to the uh, Anfield and have our dinner after Melwood on a coach. And yeah, um, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Taylor... Do you know Jimmy Taylor? His lad was a good player, Jimmy Taylor. Well, he was he, he's only one of the lads. He was a chef on, on the on the ships and all that. Mad mad red. Mad red, Jimmy Taylor. Well he was uh, Dag Leash's best mate, Jimmy. And he used to go down to the Anfields every day and after uh, his dinner he used to sit on the table with Dag Leash, the the the, um, the staff, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. In Anfields every day and and he was my uncle Rocky's mate and then he was sons Kigo and Jimmy and that as well. So he'd say, I'm walking up now, Bill. So, because uh, he lived at the new estate next to me, Mars new estate, we'd just moved on Mare Lane. Jimmy moved in, in, in the, the estate, the estate facing. So we'd walk home together after, after me dinner, and then he'd say, yeah. He'd say, uh, Kenny loves you, you know, Billy. He said, uh, I know you're an Evertonian, and I uh, make sure, you know, he, he absolutely loves you. And that. He must have been telling Jimmy, you know, have a word and this, that. And the other Mac Manum was having a word with me. And, like, I was that close, lad, to signing for Liverpool. I loved it there. I loved the staff. I loved, I loved, I loved all of it. I just loved it there, Mick. I, I hadn't been. Everton wasn't looking after me like this, you know, at that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they, they didn't, Everton. Howard's wasn't like Kenny Tagley. Howard's was upstairs in the fridge, you know what I mean, with all the lads and this. I I, I realised that later on, but because I can remember at the time thinking, where the fuck Kendall? I've got I've got Alex Ferguson sitting there, and like I'm sitting here with you in in, in the cliff in United after yep. look offering me a three year contract. A lovely part of the fucking Cheshire to live and oh, Manchester ways and. Liverpool doing the same, offering me three-year contracts, right few quid. No, I was Kendall. But I was that much of an Evertonian. I was getting looked after off uh, the development off to uh, Graeme Smith, lad. So i go up there on a Wednesday, he'd shout me and me dad and he'd give me 100 quid. Bus fare from fucking Tubrook to West Derby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. he put it in the axes and all that. 
give that to me dad, my dad give it to me, I give me dad like, half hundred quid then in the fucking nineties, lads. It was, it, was, it was a few bob and ultimately me dad and that, you know what I mean? So that was the only and it wasn't our Kendall showing me that. That was Graham himself, yeah. that. Well, because that was, you knew you were a That was Graham, but he, he wanted to play for everything. They had me, they had me because like he had the likes of our Eddie, our Eddie's just passed away. Gus is over our Eddie, but he had our Eddie used to come up with Edwards and that, and he'd be talking about Belfield and everyone knew from Bailey, from from the Swallows, or me having mad Evertonian, you know what I mean? But that close to signing for Liverpool, mate, that close, and and um, in a way, the way it all all pans out in the end, it's one of my regrets, lad. Yeah. Not signing for Liverpool or United. You just, you just don't know, do you? It's one of them. It's the unknown, isn't it? I've not known how it happened. At Everton, mate, was, was a, as, as a 12 publicised, it was a bad drinking culture at Everton, that's when I turned up. Yeah. Or a bad. I think, to, to be honest, I think they loads say the same about Liverpool, don't they? Or, or United, is what Brian Robson liked to swig and that, didn't he? No, but when I was there, Ferguson had just got rid of all them. He yeah. got rid of all the drinkers. Fucking hell, white side come to Everton, man. You know what I mean? I, but Kendall was buying players like Mo Johnson. Yeah, Mo Johnson. Yeah. Looking Mo like to drink. Uh, Mark Ward loved a bevy. Uh, Ormond White sides, alcoholic. He come. That I'd fucking. I didn't have a leg to stand on, lad. <laughs> no Do you so, know what I mean? So did you go? Was it a white tea straight away? Did, did, was that what? Well, you I got. Say? I got offered to. Um, I got you. You'd have to do by law. You'd have to do YTS. You'd have to do at least a year. So United offered me a year's YTS and a three-year pro. So loads of um, loads of fucking what do you call it? Loads of like uh, incentive security offered yeah. me. If you like yeah. Liverpool offered me the same, three years, three-year deal, one-year YTS, and uh, Everton offered me a one-year pro. On a, a, a two-year YTS, but I, I think he only done. No, I was on a two-year YTS there, and one-year pro. Me, Toolan, Barry Norris, David Unsworth, all got kept on for a year, and then, and then it was after that derby game, I signed a big contract like days after the game. So, what was your first involvement with the with the first team? After being a YT show, you got obviously played. No, well, I, I, as a YT, I was around the first team. I played yeah, stays, in it. Stays in and around. No, I remember, the, remember the soccer six and the G-Max in yeah, Man yeah. Manchester. Yeah. Well, I played. I played. I played in that for Evan. The team was Southall and Goal. I remember this. Was my first time sniffing the first team. I was fucking buzzing, lad. The G-Max soccer six. It was on the telly, and I remember yeah, Forrest were brilliant at the time. Franz Cash, Stuart Pierce. Uh, big, Des big Des Walker, Ian Wong, all them. They, they, they's winners every year. So um, our team was like, remember um, me, Southall, Nick Newell, Eddie Alts, yeah, Marcus Ebden, players like that. I can't remember who else, but anyway, I fucking I got a plays. I played a game against Forest, and uh, I've gone to like. Block tackle, fucking Stuart Pierce, man. Oh, mate, in here, boozing me out of fucking Manchester. <laughs> when, like, you stop them kicking it, having a shot, and you yeah. put your you, you studs, if you like, but we had trainees on, and he's just gone right through the ball, and I've nearly ended up. Man, he took no, 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 no prisoners in, mate. Yeah, ties yeah. on him, no? Hell, mate. <laughs> Honest to God, but that was my first thing, you know that. And then, um, and then in Belfield, in Belfield, 
I was playing. I was doing well for Everton. Everton eighteen from the B team, Doolan and all that. All my age, even Unzi, they were still in the B team. I was in the A team now, with Neil Moore, Mickey Mahdonne, um Paul Smith from Brutal, great player, centre mid. He was unlucky. He was either being a player. He thought he he's on his knee twice, cruciate ligaments, fucking solid, great player. He, he I love I love playing with him in the U team at Everton. Um, so every time one of the first team would get injured in Belfields, I'd get shouted over off Colin Harvey, Bill, you're on. Yeah. I'd, I'd fly over, lads, and just Gosh. bang right into it. It's just, just, I had all my confidence then, lads. The belly was gone. Had six pack, you know, the boxing train, and I'm flying all over Belfields, you know what I mean? I've got my confidence so now. Who'd have been like the old pros then, like Snowden, Watson, not so old, like, but, you know, yeah. it's been hard about that time. Yeah, like, um, yeah, Snods, Waggy, Dave Watson, Martin Keown. Yeah, Keown. Raymond yeah. Atterveld, remember him? Yeah. The, um, the cloggy, was he? he was a touch one, he. Atterveld. Um, Obviously, Big Nev. Big Nev, Prechy, Alan Harper. Um, Beardsley. Peter. Peter wasn't there. I, I, I was already in the first team when, when Peter came. I'd had to, I'd had to like it uh, being on tour and that with them. I can remember the morning he came in. I remember um, going into training and uh, Beasley was there and Gary Ablett, he sort of signed the same time. And I was fucking buzzing. Bit of quality in here, you know what I mean? Because we wasn't the best with my Everton team. We were good scrappers and that. Like, we won more games than we got beat, but we could, like... We, you know, we were all hard working and that, but there wasn't. We missed a bit of quality up front and... Did the link up between the middle and piece of oh, piece of piece of come in and sorted that? But Mick, you should have seen the gear he used to the, 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 what he used to get up to and train and meet. Honest to God, he used to he used to score this goal all the time. He scored it against Poland, the edge of the box, and he just rifled it. You, you can probably remember it goes in there. Just a little shuffle with his feet, and then it just goes in this. The, uh, all you see, all the other players going for that corner. He used to go for this corner. Looked, and the, the goal he wouldn't expect, he used to do it every day in Belfield. And he's done it against Poland. And uh, that Robert Varzica was in our team on, yeah. remember the pole, Rob, 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 Rob the pole. Yeah. I used to say to him, remember that one, Pop? <laughs> you go, ah, oh, stop it, lads. But Peter, yeah. So, um, yeah, all them, fucking uh, Mark Ward, Barry Owen, John Ebrill, Neil, uh, Stuart McCall, Neil McDonald, remember them? Yeah. All them. And I just thought... And then we bought Mick Milligan, did me For a million quid, a million pounds, was a lot of play. Then my head was done in, lad, because... Yeah, I'd you're d- thinking you're close. I just, so. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the islands and I'd have played a few games and that. And then he's buying, he bought Barry Owen for 750 grand. I mean, he wasn't that many million pound players around at the time, lad, you know what I mean? Uh, he bought Barry Owen, he bought Mark Ward for a million quid. Mick Milligan... And I'm thinking, fucking hell. So I, I went up and knocked on Howard's door. He'd come in. I said, all right, lads. I said, hey, what's going on? I said, well, what's going on? Are you buying all kinds of fucking plays here? Am I, am I going to get again? Because I was thinking, I could have signed for them and them and them, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to play in the first team. I knew I was half ready, you know what I mean, lad? I was half ready. He was fit enough. I wanted to do it. I said, that's, that's in football. These players who've mentioned, and I'm going to mention more, these good players, I, I really believe that they didn't believe they could make it because it's not that hard, lads. It's just a game of footy. It's just a game of football. Look at it now, Mick. 
you don't even need to be a good footy player. You oh, need man. just to be fit, lad. To learn, you know, to dive and everything. Now it's a fucking joke. But back then, you know. Um, but yeah, the um, players like that, mate. And I just thought, you know what? I'm better than these. I'm better than these. I knew I was getting confidence on the ball and stuff. And the more I played with the first team, the easier it went for me. Because I wasn't battling as much, you know what I mean? It was like, just keep the ball. Uh, the ball's precious at that, that level. The ball is fucking precious. Like, you can't give it away. You make a split seconds and it, it'll be in the back of the net in, in, at, the, at the very top, you know? So, but but I, I, I loved it. I had just adapted to it straight away, mate, and I couldn't get enough of it. So I was getting more time at the first team, then Colin was shouting me, and then and then um, and then I come back. We come back from here uh, when 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 I signed professional performance. I uh, I, I we were you'd have to be back in Belfield in July the sixth or something for pre season training, and I've gone in. Gone in Belfield and uh, gone to my Al Peg and that in, in the young pros room. And um, the kit man said, Billy, you're in there now, lads, you're in there with the big boys, you know what I mean? So I've gone in the fucking, where's my peg, where am I? It took me head in a bit, mate, if I'm being honest, because as I said to you before, um, felt as though I was getting took away from me mates, you know, I was happy in, in, I was happy where I was in, in the middle of Doolan and Barry, where I've been in Liverpool boys and the yeah. team and Everton and that. So I goes in the air, uh, the first team room, he pegs in the middle of um, Neville Southall and Dave Watson in the same room. There was two first team rooms in our room. There was me, Mark Ward, Nev, Dave Watson, Barry Orn, Alan Harper, Peter Beardsley. The other room was like Stuart McCall, Beagley, Cotty, all them half wolves, you know what I mean, in their, in their room. So um, I'm in the first team, now I'm in their room and that. Um, I'm training well down in Leo's with Peter. And uh, I'm doing well for the reserves. And uh, we get to talk to um, England's international. So every time there'd be an, uh, an, an international break, Kendall would take us away for a piss up. He'd organise a friendly, be in Dublin. I went to Dublin, don't know how many fucking times I was with him. Be in Dublin, so I'd... Um, I played in the friendlies, done well, got injured in one. My ankle all swells up, but they were going on a big piss up after the last friendly, you know what I mean, in Dublin. So he said to me, Kendall's gone to me, you'll have to go home now because all the subs and that duel and Neil Moore, who got took along in case they, they needed to play, they were going back after the game, they were flying back yeah. home with, with Les, the fucking the physio. So because my ankles blew up like that, Waggy well, said you're going to have to go home and get ice on that he's going to send you home now and I'm thinking oh, I want to stay and all that you know what I mean wonder where they keep me so Kendall says get home you'll have to go home and get some ice on that he must have seen me face drop you know what I mean I'm only joking <laughs> he loves me lads because the carry on I used to get up to we used to have a scream and that so he, he, he kept me with them lads so that's when I knew I thought I'm in here you know what I mean because yeah, as well Mick when you're playing lads yourself don't know about yourself or anyone else but me I was never happy when I come off the pitch, lad. I think of the bad things, yeah. the the pass that had gone astray on me, or the shot that went wide, or the tackle I never made that would dominate my fucking mind. You know what I mean? But I'd be getting told off everyone. Are oh, you a brilliant then, lads? I wouldn't have it. I just couldn't have it. Even today, I, I'd always come off the pitch and think I should have done better there. 
all the right the way through my life, lad. Always striving for better, for for, for, for perfection on the pitch, you know. So, um, so that was it. Then that's when I like a toss. I've got a fucking chance here, mate. I've got a chance. I played in there, and then I come home. And then in the pre-season, I played at Goodison against Brugia, Munch and Gladbach, Martin Darling. He was one of the best players in the world at the time. Um, I done well there. That's when he's buying Wardy and all that then. Yeah. This this summer, sort of bangs on his door. Told you, getting back to that again. He said, look, I made up you've come in, Bill. He said, but I've bought all these in case anything happens to you. Well, that was it then. I thought, that's all I wanted to hear. Nice one, Centurion. See you later. <laughs> right back down, buzzing, told me that, look, he's buying these because, you know, all that, my dad just laughed. You know what I mean? But my dad was to look at me thinking, you're fucking down the bend, lads. Look at, look at you, you know, you know what I mean? But I've always had an old head on my shoulders, Mick, from, like, from, from being with me, around my dad and all, all them plays, being eight and nine and that. In terms of football, I've always had an old head on my shoulders. On my young shoulders, so um, yeah, and from there, um, I started the season. That I started the season. I started. Um, I started the season. Coventry first game played the first fucking. Don't know. I haven't even had a look. I don't even know how many games I played or what you know. So that that was the first year of the Premier League ninety two ninety two. Yeah. So I played the first fucking well five or six games until I got rested. In that year, and then uh, stayed in the team, then I got back in the team. So I played about 14, 15 games on the bounce and all that my first season, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was doing, I was doing that as well, lads. I was fucking... And then and then I was just starting to get the, 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 to the pace of the Premier League as well. I started get, uh, taking more chance. I remember Kendall saying, that, no, you're doing everything right now, and now I need a few goals now. I want you to push you up a bit more because yeah, stop being safe. Just yeah, yeah but he, he had me in them positions because I, I was a tackler as well. He'd always say to me, "I don't want you over the air." He, he, I'd always protect the back for me. Yeah, but Barry Orme was boss at it as well. John Ebro was good at it as well. So I was because in the reserves, lads, I'd score an trick, I'd score two. I'd, I'd be always around the, the edge of the box, putting balls to and driving at them, running at them, defences with the ball. And, and and it's also when I got in the first team, I got all back from doing that. So I was just picking the pace up at the Premier League and um, start horses, right, I'm going to start scoring now. Because I knew I could score, I've scored all my life, but I just wasn't getting near the goal because of the position he was playing me in. So, because uh, we were more more about not getting beat, Evan. Yeah, at, at that You time, know what yeah. I mean? Kendall just wanted us to get beat with a draw and all that, but I felt as I want to score, I want to see myself score, I'm actually the fucking day, I want to score. So anyway, and then I got injured, lad. I was feeling my calves, my, my, my feet were going numb. My fucking feet, were, I couldn't feel my foot. Like after 20 minutes, my, what, what it's called a compartment syndrome, it was called. The skin around my calves wasn't growing. My calves were growing because of all the training. Yeah. So I had calves like fucking Ratcliffe, me, when yeah. I was younger, you know what I mean? But the skin, it's like a sausage skin, me. It, it wasn't growing. So so the pressure, my feet were going numb, couldn't feel the ball. So I ended up getting big, crazy operations right up my two legs. Fucking, I had 50 stitches in that, 50 in that, big zips right down the front of my shins. They took the skin out that, that my calf muscle was in. So my muscle was going round to my shin. I was on crutches for months, started getting depressed. No, he's, he's a bit, it's all Adam, but 
here's what happens. So um, anyway, starts getting depressed and all that. Fucking after all the games, the derby game, I've missed that. We can touch on that again, but I've gone off off there, haven't I? A bit. Um, yeah, the, the fucking depression and that then with the, with the injuries up my legs and I've never been injured in my life, lad. I've never been injured, so I couldn't. I didn't know how to cope. There was no one there to, like there is today. Yeah, I was talking to um. Oh, I was listening to Michael Branch's podcast. He's on a podcast, was it with you? He's on one with me, he's done another one, yeah. Uh, it was the other one he was saying, there's 27 people now. in Ev- 17 people you can go and see to in Everton now for mental health. And if you're injured, any you to talk to, 17 people, there was no one. Yeah. There was no one when I was there, that's all, I'm injured. Didn't know how to cope. All this spare time and all my mates were going out drinking and all that, lads. The state and everywhere. It's a, a sign of weakness, wasn't it? If you went and spoke to someone about it, you think, oh, they're going to get rid of me here or... Uh, yeah, yeah. And everything just happens so fast, lads. All the hard work I put into getting up there. And then got injured, got depressed. And then when the shins healed up and training again, training a bit again, singing his eyes and getting back in this fucking team. Now I've had enough... Uh, and my stomach went. I had to fucking do, I had to get a double hernia operation straight afterwards as soon as I started feeling a bit better. So there's a double hernia operation. My stomach went. Um, I was out for another six months. By that time, I'd started drinking, lads. I started going out with the boys. Fucking all the tarts, the fucking madness. And it just gave me a bit of re- like a release from like the pressures of the years of the football and that. So, cause I'd never been out on the halo or that lad, I liked it. Yeah, I fucking liked it. I like, I like, like the confidence it gave me and the bright lights, if you like. Uh, and that's the road, and that and that's what happens. And from there, the, the Charlie come about somewhere along the line. I can't remember having my first go with that. Well, I fucking like that as well. And with, with with the sort of person I am. Um, I've got a terrible addictive personality, mate. Mick, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll just, I'll love, I'll love the party and I'll like the buzz, whatever. Like I love the fucking footy, you know what I mean? Like I'm training again now. I've got the thing back now. What, what, got, what, 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 what I've been looking for. I got it back playing for the Brits for the last six years, but I, I haven't played now for three years, and I've got it back again. So I'm training again. I want to play footy again. You know what I mean? Paul Burns has been on the phone. I, I met him last week. And I'm trying to train. I love training, lads. It's my life. It's always been my life. That got in the way. It was more the depression. I didn't know how to wrangle it. And, like, everyone around me was drinking. Every every Everton first team, they're all drinking. They drink. Kendall would give us a few quid on a Tuesday. Team Bonds, and he calls it round the fucking Sefton in the village. I'd get dropped off to my mars, me piss, lads, spewing my ring up. On a Tuesday afternoon, my dad would just laugh his head off at me. But no me thinking back now. I should have just been left out of that lad. That ale, I didn't drink ale. But I can remember sitting in the in the uh, the Sefton in the village and um, Nev used to go. Nev, Nev didn't used to drink. John Ebrell didn't used to drink. And I remember saying to John Ebrell, what's that you're drinking, lad? Because I, I, I didn't even know what to order a pint or what they said or not on me, lad. So I was just into fitness and footy, but because I was in the first team, I had to go. I had to go. Yeah, you felt like you needed No, something. No, I didn't have to feel like I had to. Yeah. Kendall, if your name was on the board, you had to go. Otherwise, we'll, we'll listen to this. So I, I said to Rebel, what's that? Blackcurrants and lemonade. I said, let's have a drop. Oh, it's lovely, that. I, I, so for the first couple of times going down there, that's what I drank, Mick. Blackcurrants and lemonade. 
so Dave Watson went to me, oh, look, said to Mark Ward, look what he's fucking saying, you better have a chance, you're something, lad, he'll sell you, me, me and Kendall. Now, I took that for face value, lad. My nerves were gone, I hadn't played for Evans' first team yet, it was me, me desire. I've gone four, have you? Yeah, so I'd have two or three pints, and because I'm young and I've never, I'm, I'm yet spinning, yeah. getting dropped off at South Hall at my mars, he's had to carry me to the fucking door. Walk me to the door, and that lads be like that walking down the path. It's just fucking big Neville Southall in Anfield, in the, in the housing estate. You couldn't write it, lads. But walking me to the door. Now, that was wrong. Well, it wouldn't happen today, lads. Kenny Tagley said to me, if you're going to sign, look, one word of advice, Billy. He said, if you sign him for Everton, he said, uh, make sure you bring your BMAT with you. I didn't even know what he was. I said to me, what's he on about? He said, oh, he's all right, you know what I mean? It's stuck in my head, lad, my beer, mat. I said, he must have known what was going on. Yeah. And it was probably the 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 the, 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 the wrong club I should have went to, lad. But look, I've got no regrets. I played for Everton. Kendall gave me me. I am who I am. And all said and done, I'm proud. I'm proud of my achievements, lad. And I'm proud of playing for Everton and no one else. Now, because I am an Evertonian... I'll always be an Evertonian, and and I've played for Everton, lads. You know how, how did you how did your life change, Bill, from that? You know the kids on the way to yes, to, to, for them saying for for Kendall to say right, you're playing in this derby, you're going in against there, like because cause they Liverpool at the time had like the young books who were in and out the twenty ones and all that didn't he? Your Redknapps, your McManamans, Hutchinson, yeah. You know, and then, if, and then the old Eds, Barnes, Nickel, they were all still playing. So fucking remember the morning, lad. Um, we'd gone into Belfield to a light training session. The game was a night game, the first the first live Sky game on a Monday night, it was. Yeah, it was the first derby of the Premier League era, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was yeah. the first live Sky game on a Monday night. Oh, all, right. all the um, If you look at the game, all, there's all, all sumos on the pitch and all that. Yeah, yeah. And the Sky dancers. December, one it? All December the birds, yeah. yeah. All like the girls, the ballet dance, it's all, Jeez, all them are on there. It was a big, big thing for Sky. So, uh, in the morning, we've gone into Belfield in the morning. We've done a light training session. And when we went to stay in the uh, the hotel, then up the road, and the motorway there, we're staying in there. We're going for our pre match meal. I, I room to Dave Watson, me. Uh, he was my rooming partner, me and Waggy. Classic him, lads, honest to God. Some, he was proper professional, Dave. Belter player. He's all over me, like best player bits and that. But anyway, I'm rooming with him. We've gone for the pre-match meal. Being shouted over off uh, Colin and Alan Kendall. Colin Harvey and Kendall. You're playing, lad. He said, I said, you are. He said, you're playing, lad. He said, you're doing great. He said, just play your game. Not, I wasn't phased anyway, lad. I played a few games before this. I've been in the crowds. And as I said to you, I'm more comfortable playing footy in front of thousands and thousands than sitting here with you right now, lad. Yeah. I was a bit like nervous coming here, me. I've been up all night diversion, as you can see, and sorting it out for the lads. But, but yeah, so... I was just made up, I was made up, so it goes back to the room and I'll write the phone, I went, I'm playing, I think my dad's like, oh shit, you're not right yet, I said, I'm fucking playing, lad. He said, shit. I said, all right, he went, go on, lad, he said, Bill, just enjoy, that's all my dad said, just enjoy yourself, play your game, lad. I will do, lad, I was fired up, mate. In, uh, so we're in the tunnel, Goodison in the tunnel, and uh, I'm going off my cake, mate. The Liverpool lads are looking at me. I'm like, who are you fucking looking at? Uh, Redknapp, 
terrified he was. Jamie's my mate. He he knows he was terrified. <laughs> um, it was a boxing match. He's got pulls out. He's got pulls out. Him and him before the first rounds, honest. So anyway, I'm screaming, carrying on. Let's fucking have them and all that. You know what I mean? So Stevie, my man, my good mate, and that. I love Stevie. He's come over to me while we're warming up on the pitch and that. Um, he's good looking. I said, I knew good looking. And he said, look, he said, don't be fucking going over the top of me. I said, so, well, don't be taking the fucking piss then, lad. Let the ball go, you know what I mean? He's thinking, he's saying, don't be kicking me, lad. I said, well, let the ball go, lads. Don't be holding on to the ball because I was just so fired up that night. I watched the dive game a couple of times. I think I got um, I got Mick Marsh out on the right wing there, didn't I, with a tackle? Yeah. I took little Marsh out. He was another great player. In, yeah, you know, when I was at Liverpool when I was younger, he was fucking, he was, I'm telling you now, he was brilliant, him. Mick Marsh. Um, yeah, he, he's with Ryan Lowe, Mick Marsh, isn't he? Yeah, he's with Preston. Yeah, he's with Preston. Yeah, I was with Ryan. Ryan played an Eddie's charity game the weekend. I was with him in our Eddie's uh, funeral a couple of weeks ago and uh, he was telling me Mick Marsh because I said to him, I, I want to come up and have a game. He said, come up, lad. Oh, I think I'm gonna have to, if I get fit, lads, I'm going to go up and uh, have a game with Preston's first. I'm going to train with them, lad. No, just because Ryan said I could. No, just have a game, Mick, and yeah, a good life, like, see where I am and that, lad. Because I can still get fit in that, me, Mick. I can still play in that, you know what I mean, lads? I, 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 now I'm training. Ask anyone, Mick. All I do is train. That's all to do, lads, is train, sleep, eat. I've got a dog and I'll take the dog. I was being out this morning at half four. <coughs> With the dog, half four till six this morning. Have me breakfast, have a, have a rest. Then my bear will come over, we'll go to the gym and that. And I'm just ready now to uh, go in the boxing gym. And that, that that's my next step in my fitness. Now I'm going to give Paul Baines a shout and I'm going to have a little run around again, lad, because I miss it again now, Mick. I love playing football, you know what I mean? Play for as long as you can, mate. Uh, in it, lad, because you just don't know the fucking minute, mate. Right, yeah, I've got the teams up. So, let's tell you what stands out here. So, Everton's team, shout all, Gary Ablett, Martin Keown, David Unsworth, Dave Watson, Ian Snowden, Barry Orn, Billy Kenny, Stewie Barlow, my old mate Barlow, what a fella he is. Stewie Barlow. Peter Beardsley and Mo Johnson. So that's Everton. So, so Stewie's in my age, he's the fastest. All he's the questions me. you give me. Bastards of catch rabbits, lads. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, would, uh, the Liverpool team, Mike Hooper, Rob Jones, Torben Picknick, Mark Wright, Steve Nichol, Donald Chudson, Mike Marsh, Steve McManaman, Jamie Redknapp, John Barnes, and Ronnie Rosenthal. So out of them 22 players there, you've got two who aren't British. That's the difference in the Premier League. I think League, we man. had about that nice. I think we had about fucking in the Everton team. Was Mark Ward in that team? No. We Never had, there was eight scouts in the team once. Yeah. At Everton's team. There was eight scouts, there was eight of us from fucking, you know, local. Mark Wall, Gary Ablett, myself, Stewie Barlow, um, and a couple, Dave Watson, there's a couple, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it went, didn't it? Uh, Mark Wright scored, didn't he? Mark Wright scored an header. Right over my head, I was on the near post. Was corners he, against he? when I was going to handle it, lads. I was going to flick it. If you watch it, I was going to flick it over and made up and ever today. Good job, you never yeah. go on to win. So that's gone in that goal, right, lads? And it was like I need. I swear to God, lads. You know when like uh, I don't know if you ever had any bad bad news and you just want to like put your head down and cry. You feel like he's just going to burst out crying or something. Yeah. 
That's how I felt like. Overwhelmed us like. That's what I felt like when that goal coming out. That the builds up in my mind before that game with the, what them Maloney's and that put me through all growing up, lad. And and what Liverpool was one while I was growing up, I used to I used to cry myself to sleep in the dark when when Rush beat us at, at Wembley in the final and all that. Cry my eyes out, lads, honest to God. When that went in, did you think this is not this is it? This I can remember saying to Snods in the in the um, it was because oh, it was on the I I can remember saying to Snods, oh lads, I hope we don't get fucked here. He said, behave your fucking self, will you? I thought, I know what am I going on about? We're not we, I, we can't get beat tonight. We just can't get beat. And um. Oh man, it was hard work that fucking game. I near died on that pitch that night. My lungs near collapsed. I swear to you, a few times up there happened to me. I'd, I'd give everything. It was it was playing against Liverpool, mate. And it doesn't matter what era you're playing and all who's on that pitch. Even today's Liverpool. When you play Liverpool, you're not playing Barnes, Beasley, um, Machmat. You're playing a system. You're playing the system. Liverpool have played the same system for years and years and years and with the way they keep the ball. Even on the way he's coming here before, I was thinking, why can't Everton do that? Why can't Everton just copy Liverpool? Just copy how they play. Copy how they get them. You know, why, why can't we do that, lads, and play, play good stuff? Because it's fucking mad. Liverpool have never changed. It's always been difficult playing against them. You've got to work as hard as... Like, you'll have to work harder playing against Liverpool than Man United. And United are more like an Everton team. You can have a scrap and Liverpool, mate, they, they move the ball around. It's fucking... It's just a system. Like the players, Andy Roberts and all that, where did he come from? When they need a player, a left-back or a centre-forward, they have foul. Or when he went, he got home. Before foul, he was rushed. Did you just seem to have the knack yeah. of just getting the right people and players in, mate, and making them superstars? That Andy Roberts, look at him, lads. For instance, Rob Jones, you mentioned there before, well, when I got my shin splints, them operations were talking about then, he got them done. Yeah. At, in the same hospital. Basically finished them, didn't he? Well. Listen, we, we, were, we were in a, a private clinic in Crosby, me and him, me and Rob Jones, and um, the only people who get these injuries that we had are athletes, are runners. I, and and uh, I'd done that much running on the concrete, from Leo's and that when I was training with the boxers, all them big runs he was going on about. I didn't know it was doing me legs in. Used to the, the trainees then days wasn't like the are now with the yelling and all that. I was training the R Reebok classics. Yeah. I'd do ten mile runs in them, you know what I mean, all over Liverpool and I was into long distance running, lad. So the surgeon said, Look, you used to uh, we see runners, we see marathon runners with this injury. This operation you are having would have finished them. Sort of finished me as well, lads, but um, it's fucking, yeah. So then Mo Johnson pops up with a goal. It obviously delighted them. Well, 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 I, I, I had uh, an hands in both goals. I had it in him. I was the one who put it out wide for Ablett. Ablett put it into Beasley first time. Yeah. And the other side was me, me snods and put it into Mo. Mo flicked it and then bent it round Hooper. Not long ago. What was Hooper doing there? If oh. he didn't move, he should have shaved oh, that. Johnson. He should have thrown his cap on it. He took, up, he took about three steps. Took him, took him half an hour. He used to go to hands in like a fucking... But then obviously... Mike Hooper, man. Beardsley, Beard, Ablett and Beardsley linking up two ex-Liverpool players. Yeah, with and the one touch, with that big quality I was talking to you about before. That little bit of quality, we were lacking that Everton team. But he was just another level piece of Beardsley. 
And Gary Ablett, oh, Gary Ablett, he was a very good mate of mine. I, I miss Gary, mate. He's honest to God. I was at Liverpool with him. He looked after me when I was going when I went on with Liverpool on the coach to the Wembley when I was a kid. When he took me with them, uh, he was the one who was like dead interested in like me. You know what I mean? And yeah. like give me boss advice. He was, he was, and then went to see him. I come to Everton. Well, that was just fucking great. So uh, I st- why he turned out to be such a good coach because he showed an interest in. A story, yeah. So anyway, the girlfriend he was with, his wife Debbie, um, they fucking, um, they were splitting up anyway at the time he come to heaven. So he's selling me his BMW. I've, I was giving him a few bob for this, this car. I didn't even have my licence. But you can get away with it then, though. I used to always take uh, Mojo's car, no, no someone's car, and fly home to my mars and that. <laughs> they come in from... They come in from, like, the gym and all that. And they get changed. You have to go out. There'd be no car. I'd take the car. I'd be driving all my mates all over fucking Breck Road and Mojo's underground make, honest to God. I was ruthless for taking cars and that, so um, Gary, so anyway, he's joined Everton and all that, so we're best mates again, I knew, I already knew him and that, so anyway, he, I, I had the car off him, so he said, yeah, give us it, lad, I'll uh, pay them for the car, Belter BMW, convertible, cream seats, all that, back in the day, you know, Belter, one of them little low ones it was, lad. So I'm buzzing. So anyway, he come to see me. He said, I need the car back. I said, fuck, what do you mean? He said, uh, she's, she's won us in the divorce. No, it's bad. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I had to give him the car. Give me my money back. I was fucking terrified. Honest to God, lads. <laughs> me man, me arm turning up like that. Probably no for the best. Hey, probably, for, probably for the best. Not so me. anyway, Mick, get on this, lad. So he's gone to me. After about, you know, a few, a few months and all, he's gone, Bill, do us a favour. Oh, we, we were playing spares away. He said, Bill, do us a favour. He said, will you come out tonight and have a blind day for us? He said, I'm taking this bird out. It's the bird who we married the second. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the kids too and all. He had a few to that Debbie, like a couple. But some birds off Brecht Road, he ended up being with her in the end, Gary. And um, had a few kids too. Well, anyway, his very first date... I said, you what? He said, please, lads. I said, all right, sound. He said, I'm, 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 a, I'm on a, a date, but she feels shame. She wants to bring a mate. I said, sounds no problem. If anyone can, Billy can, you know what I mean? So I said, where do you want? He said, so we're getting off to the, the coach in Belfield. He said, meet me in Plumbers, lad, nine o'clock. I said, Sam, no plumbers on Arden yeah, Street. Yeah. used to be a bit of the place, so I've gone in there. So when I've gone to my master, got changed. Me, me, me cousin's there. Paul, Paul Riley's there. Only younger, a couple of years younger than me. So I said, he's a mad Liverpool fan. So I said, look, I said, I'm meeting Gary Ablett. He said, oh, fuck off. I said, I'm, meeting, I'm going out with Gary Ablett. He wants me to come out. Do you want to come? He went, oh, can I? I said, yeah, come ahead, lads. Get a pair of shoes on. Took him with me. So we'll get some plumbers. No signs of Gary. It's about 10 to 9. There's two birds. Shocker as well. There's two birds standing there. So I, I said, I bet you'd hear them. I said, look at the fucking stage. I said, oh, that was on some fucking mine one there. <laughs> I'll kill him. So anyway, I've gone over. I said, you waiting for Gary? How did you know and all that? Where are you? I said, I knew you was. Anyway, you want to drink and all that? Gary turns up. He says, oh, have you already introduced yourself? I said, yeah. This is... Anyway, long story short, I'm there. My little cousin, he's uh, give him a pint. He's rotten drunk off the pint. Don't know what he said to the bears who I was supposed to be with, but she swills him, lad. <laughs> with a full pint riding the grid, so I've looked at her. I thought, you ugly little cunt. I said to the Paul, swill her. 
Schwiller Bach, lass ich mir Fuch auf, kann ich aber gehen, oh, Billy, was ist das für mein Lass? Ich komme immer und sie wohnen. Also, oh, ich soll so alle Lass, alle Lass kriegen. Boah, ihr habt gestimmt, ihr habt gespielt, ich sage, oh, ihr Fuch, ihr habt gespielt. Alles Lass, ich fällt so kalt, nicht, das ist very fast, das The bears just soaked balls on a full pint all over. I didn't even say, I've never said what was all on about. Uh, Absolutely cool. But uh, I love Gary Lads. I never devastated, devastated when he passed away, mate. He was just too young and that. It's too lovely. Did you know him, lads? No, I didn't know him personally, oh, but a lovely fucking fella. Lads that he coached oh, and all that. He said he was on He was a lovely fella, lads. I'm telling you, man. Belter. So after obviously you're established in, in the first team and you're there. Uh, it's going well, and you said the, the injuries. What what you probably didn't know at the time it was it was depression. You haven't got it. You've gone off the rails. That's that's well documented. How did it sort of come about then? Leaving Everton or Howard shouted me in first. Told Howard a loads of lies. It's another regret. I've I've had this regret still today. But he he asked me. I should have told Howard. Look, I blamed it all on my injuries. As uh, you know. Uh, I'm depressed and I, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's my injuries, it's my injuries. I was drinking a lot, I was having coke. I was having cocaine and uh, I should have told him, look, I'm having cocaine. I need to help me out, out. but I lied. I just said it to him because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not around the first team and all that, this, that and the other. So I would end up going to need that Mike Walker coming. So then, I'd been off the air, lad. I'd been off the air for a little month or something. That Mike Walker coming. And then I've had a fucking bevy again, and like my bevies at the time, they they go on for two days, lads. So I was missing training and all that. He's already had enough for me. Kendall had enough for me. He wasn't having it. This Mike Walker. So the very first day, he, he got named the man because he was at Norwich, wasn't he? Yeah. And Everton got him. So Colin Harvey phoned me. I've been off for a week, lads. Again, two weeks on the ale. Fucked in my mars in the bed. I've been drinking or sleeping all day. This is the depression, this, but I'm not aware of this. I'm just thinking, shit. My dad's fed up. My Billy had Colin Harvey once on the phone. I said, all right, Colin, Colin had a cob on. Colin's the, Colin's the loveliest fella in the world, but when, like, he were out of order, he'd fucking let you know, he'd give you the silence. He was enough for you. I'm terrified, you know what I mean, lads, because I had so much respect for them. Yeah. He's put a lot of work into me, Colin, mate, and... Um, he said, uh, we're picking the guy, um, the boss up tomorrow, and uh, he was in the St. George's Hotel in Borke. So I said, all right, Colin, so I'll get you at nine o'clock, mate. So Colin Harvey picked me up. We went down to town, picked Mike Walker up. I'm in the back. And he said, look, Billy, he said, I've heard you. He said, he's a good player, and I need you, and I want you in the thing, but he said, um, I can lead the horse to water, but I can't make a drink and everything. What he was on about, I was fucking numbing the skull. I didn't even know what he was going on about. So anyway, lads, I said, Sam, Kusty, let's get in. Started enjoying it. He started getting into training and all that again. Uh, doing well again under Walker and all that. And then, and then, and then I just went out again. I just thought that was it. I just, I just find myself sitting somewhere the next day. I, I, I go to town to buy something, lads, and end up going like, all right, Bill. Uh, you're having a bevy, lads, or and I'll be in there then, lads, and, and, and bang, it'll be the next day before you knew it. So that happens again, and uh, I've gone into training, as if nothing happens. About six days later, run out onto the footy pitch, so he said, no, you go in and all that, and then uh, 
someone come in, I think it was Dave, Dave Ashes, the caretaker, he said, look, you've got a meeting today. He told me to tell you that good or something, your dad, two o'clock. So Sands went home and told me dad. And he got to Goodison, goes up the stairs and that into the director's room and fucking there's about 15 half fellas lads around the table, as big as, it's not one of them big yeah. fucking massive conference tables. All half fellas that never seen any of them in my life. There must have been all the directors and all this, that and the other. And he's just going on saying we terminated your contract and that and that. I said to me, dad, so what are you saying? Like, I couldn't even hear them. He says, oh, did you get the sacking yet? I said, oh, are So I just stood up. I said, see you after. So my dad said, sit down. I said, listen to these, mate. I said, is that it? Am I sacked? I said, yeah. I said, see you after. They go, no, we need to. I said, see you after. Fuck off. So I just walked out to go to some, went right in the Wimslow, facing the boozer. And then they just stayed out for, for remember looking at me dad's devastated. My dad was fucking tim. It took me my dad's head in more than me, because you have selfish company, lad, you know what I mean, at the time. I just went in there. That, 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 that was my answer to everything, the booze, because I just took it. I didn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, because, but out here, I also think about it as like how after you am, what I've thrown away, proper, in my face, in my brains, I couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't, I, I didn't know what was going on, lad. I didn't have anyone to say, look, you're fucking, you're depressed, you're drinking because you're depressed. I didn't like drinking, lad. Literally drowning your sorrows. Literally, literally, lad. I'm feeling sorry for myself and as if the world owed me a fucking living and all this, that and the other. It just went from bad to worse. So, um, I'm in the house then, lads. And I've just gone anyway then on the cocaine, you know what I mean? Just just snorting cocaine all the time. It's getting out of like reality really. Didn't fucking hate it being me in the end, lad. He hated it. So anyway, um the phone's gone. Teddy's had a cot. Um I'm going into rehab, that's right. I'm going no no, that's right. Uh, the phone goes. Teddy's had a cot. It was my dad already knew Teddy, plays with my Evan and all that and He'd been a coach. He'd been a coach at when I was coming through, but he was at Man City now with Brian Orton. Yeah. He phoned me, all right, Bill, Terry, Zarekos, all right, Terry. He said, look, Brian Orton, once you're up here and all that, can I grab you in the morning? He said, I tell you what, so me and my dad, have you seen that boozer, lads? I, I think it's the Oxford, it's at the back of the Royal Aussie, and it's just half a boozer. Oh, I don't know. The Oxford, it, it looks as though it fall over in the wind, it's a little skinny oh, I don't know. building. Have a look at the back of the, I'm sure it's the Oxford or something. So he wants to meet me in there with me dad. I fucking build the boozer. Teddy's not even a drinker in me dad. We're catching up, went there, had a little half a glass of what I think, I had a Coke or something, trying to fucking blag Teddy or blag myself or whatever. But anyway, uh, he said, look, he's mate, he loves you, lad. He said, I've told him you're a player and because uh, I played against City anyway, that he's here, the first team and... Well, I was playing, so they knew me anyway, Teddy knew me. I was made up like Man City anyway. It was like Everton and Manchester, isn't it, really? you got Man United, the Liverpool and Manchester, and you got Liverpool and Everton here. So I'm a sort of a city. I thought, yeah, I'll have a go City all day. And so I was buzzing, telling me, man, look, mum, don't worry, girl. I'm going to fucking do it this time. Don't want to drink and all that. He's made up. Me, ma, I, th- I said, I think I'll move out of Liverpool now, mum, get away, and I'll move up to Manny and all that. The morning comes, uh, Terry on the phone again, I can't take it up, lad. He said, I'm fucking devastated. Uh, I'll phone you back in a minute, we're trying to work something out. Everton wanted a million quid, lad, for me. They just sacked me, but they ordered me registration. 
So I'm thinking, how can he, how can he, I'll be at one money, Terry? He said, the old your registration, lad. Because of the contract, yeah. Because of the, well, uh, when you sign up for the club, you, you got a registration number, and, yeah, and they hold it, they hold it, even if they sack it anyway, that's what happened to me. So that opportunity went, lad, and then the phone goes again, it's Mick Maguire and, and Brendan Batson, the PFA. They helped me out a lot, PFA, like, uh, so Everton had done a deal with Oldham. I had no say in the matter, me. So Oldham said we want them clean first, you know what I mean? So I was going to rehab. Now Everton were putting me in the Priory, 19 in the Priory, Priory Hospital up in uh, Cheshire it was, lads. Hale and Wimslow, Alt- Altingham Priory. And um, I had to do six weeks in there, lad. So, so, so by the time I'm waiting to go in there, I'm just like fucking in the wind now, you know what I mean? I'm I'm off my cake, mate. I'm having no sleep at all. I'm just off my banners on the fucking yayo, lad. Constantly, mech. Drinking, see my dad's head in, my ma's head in, knocking them up all hours, fucking carrying on terrible, lad. I couldn't believe what was going on, but as if like I had no fucking... No control over like myself. It was nuts, you know, lads. I'm telling 19, you. Nineteen, you're a kid, aren't you? Honestly, it was fucking horrible, lads. It was horrible, you know, mate. What I went through, self-inflicted. Call it what you want. I still went through it. It was, it was nice, lads. So anyway, uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, Mick McGuire, the FA, they saying, look, Oldham, you're going to Oldham. They've done a deal, undisclosed fee. They, they pay. They, they want you fit and all that. Colin Harvey's on the phone. He's still keeping in touch. He said, look, Bill. He said, I'll come up and train you. He said, Paul Powell lives around the corner. He's going to call in. He said, I'll come every other day. Paul will be there the days I'm not there. We'll train you. They were getting me fit to go to Oldham. So they done that. I was in there. And up there wasn't a place for me, Mick. It was like I was in a, I was in group therapy with like 70, 80-year-olds. People who were riding scotch under the fucking bed and in the garden and Falker everywhere all over the house. It wasn't me. I was just going out. To, to not be in my mars and then 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 there was beds then you know what I mean I was staying in beds houses and didn't want to go home because our house was like it wasn't a nice house then in the end with the, the, the my dad was giving me the cold shoulder my mom was fed up with me so I was staying away from the house you know what I mean lad so um, so for them few weeks I was fucking off me banners anyway it's time to go in the rehab went in there get stopped off at the rehab lad and, uh, I'm fucking, I'm paranoid as well though, I'm paranoid because the drugs have been on, I'm paranoid. It was a lovely place, big expensive place, um, this priory hospital. So, it was like, uh, my room was like a, like a boss fucking hotel room, you know the boss hotels you go to. It was like one of them, but the door, the door, it was a swinging door, lad, it wouldn't lock, I couldn't lock it. Oh my, sent me fucking mad, I'm paranoid out of my brains, I can't get my head down in here. I was used to barricading the doors, not the chat coming yeah. in off my barn, putting the couch by the door, all that shit, and in here. And I thought, I got on the phone to the hard and I said, You can come and get me, lad. I said, Otherwise, I'm getting a taxi, I'm getting out of here. No chance. This, this just wasn't a place for me, lad. It wasn't a place for a young kid to be in, like a young sportsman. There's no sports psychology. I was there telling me I'm an alcoholic now. 19, I'm an alcoholic. I wasn't an alcoholic. I wasn't depending on it. I was going out through boredom. Through, cause I, I, had, I had a few quiz as well. Like, I was going, I wasn't sitting in, lad. Ends up doing it, ends up staying in there, does it all. And um, Colin Harvey, um, they didn't tell me it was the, it was, I had about a week left in the rehab. And Colin come to see me, he said, Look, he said, uh, Oldham, he said, You're going to Oldham, Bill. I was just me, I was just a chap, 
Graeme Sharp. Oh no, because of Joe Royal. Oh, Royal was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe Sharp after him. Joe, yeah, Sharpie, Sharpie. I'll tell you about Sharpie in a minute. So anyway, um, I thought that'll do me. So he, he, Joe, the deal was he wanted me up in Oldham, living in Oldham. He said, "I'll come. Uh, we'll buy a house and that." He said, uh, we'll put the deposit down on your house and that. You're going to be on the same wage as Everton. But I was still on the same contract at, at Oldham, right for you, quid, lad. So they put a, a fucking blast deposit down. I was right at the top of Barnsley, Barnsley Park. I moved brand new on me, my bears moved up there and that. A new start and all that, lad. It was fucking, it was just what I needed to be out of Liverpool and that. But because the programme was shite and, and I, I couldn't relate to it in, 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 in the priory. I only stayed sober for about fucking 12 months, you know what I mean, lad? And ended up back on the ale and that after fucking doing... I'm doing well again now at Oldham, getting man the matches to fuck. Joe, Joe Royal gets a phone call, he's going back to Everton, so he he, he called me in the office. Billy and he's a word with you, so I'm buzzing. We all know he's going back to Everton, right? Sharpie had just come. Everton, Oldham at the time, it was like Everton. Stuart Barlow was there, Neil Moore was there, Neil Point was there, Snodds was there, I was there, Sharpie was there, all Everton lads. It was just like Belfields again. So, so uh, Joe Royal shouted me and he went, Billy, yeah, I'm buzzing now. I'm thinking he's taking me with back here because I was doing well. I was fit again, lad, no booze. Living in Oldham, fit again, getting man the match. Me and Nick Henry in the middle for Oldham, we're doing well. He's another scout Nick Henry, Captain Volsham, great player. Got a little thing, yo, me and him going, like, second, third in the league or something. Joe shouted to me in the office, he said, look, I'm going to Everton. He said, Billy, he said, I'd love to be able to take him. He said, it's killing me. He said, but I can't. He said, I want you to stay here. He said, and like, he said, you're doing great, they love you here, Billy. He said, he did. it's like a community there, up and old, and like a family, it's, it's a boss, the supporters are great, honest to God. And he took, they love me, lad. I don't know whether it knocked me a little bit, because not long after Joe left forever, and I started drinking again. I started drinking and some mad boozing and old them on my own, just just addiction for you again, lads, or stupidity, what, whatever you want to fucking call it, but man, I don't know what it was when I was younger. With these pubs and I don't know what it was, mate. Seriously, I couldn't. Even now it baffles me to think, like, like what happened to you, lad? One minute you're like... Because like, I used to knock around with Mark Phillips, me, you know what I mean? Me and Phil were into fitness and that. We just fit, fit heads, the two little fit heads, and I've gone bang on the island and that. And, and even now I struggle to fucking to, to think, lads, what happened, mate? What the fuck happened to you? But it's, and then it's bittersweet, you see, Mick, because I played for Everton, lads, it was my dream, you know what I mean? I did play for Everton, like, numerous times, more than once, so... Uh, to do that in your lifetime, it's 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 just too real for me, really. You know what I mean? But yeah, well, could so, you could you feel like as soon as you'd had that pint, could could you feel? Did could you think I'll only have one, or did you know? Lad, you know the way you go like that with a pint. You go like that with it. Don't you? I've done that. I'm shaking and everything. I've done that, lad. Fucking wanking the pint for about an hour before he had the drop, and then he had the drop, lad. And uh, one's too many, lads. You need a thousand. I need a thousand. If I had a, if I had a glass of lager now, I'd probably be out for two days. As honest to God, lads. No bed, no house. Everything goes bang constantly three times. It's happened to me down my lifetime. My life goes fuck off, ends up skint. Uh, I just take it to the extreme, do you know what I mean, mate? Uh, and, and that's what I do. I've got a terrible addictive personality. So nowadays, lad, 
Hey, I'm still here, hard every day to keep to keep sober, lads. It's hard work, you know what I mean. It's not it's not easy for me. It's not easy for me. I'm back training now, but um, but yeah, I'm jumping the gun a little bit there. So that was Olsen. So I'll be in eleven and Olsen. So when she what did when Sharpie come in? Then he took over. Right, so what was the the thing with him? I was in pairs with Sharpie in pairs. When he got the shout off the chairman, some some one of the YTS lads comes out says because they're all getting interviewed for the job. Uh, Andy Ritchie, yeah, uh, yeah, all all uh, all the old legends, yeah. you know, they're all getting the interviews. So Sharp, I'm I'm, I'm I'm in pairs with Sharpie in training, and the kids Sharpie the chairman once and he went fuck off. I said get up there, too. We used to call him too too sharp. I said go on, Sush lads. I said get the fucking job. You know what I mean? All the lads were made up because he was a boss lad, Sharpie. Proper boss lad, lovely fella, and um, so Sharpie got the job, and as he's got the job, I w- I just started drinking again. I just started to being off it for twelve months. Old and Joe went. Sharpie got the job, and I had a couple of pints in this mad booze. I keep telling you about. So it just escalated, and I come in the the the, the, the day he got the job. The next morning I come in. I was five minutes late. So I've walked past him in the corridor up at Barnsley Park and I said, well, I'm too swell in, lads. And he said, Bill, here's what he said to me. He went, look, lads, where have you been? Are you ten minutes late here? And uh, Colin wasn't happy. Colin was Colin Harvey was his number two now. Yeah. Right, so I was like, Dad, I didn't want to do Colin's head and I knew I'd been drinking a bit and I thought, I can't put him through this any fucking more, you know what I mean? Not Colin Harvey, I can't do it. He'd been there for me, he's fucking trying to save me career. He, he, I love him, I, was, I love the cunt. I know you're a cunt, I love the lads, um, Colin. So anyway, he, he said to me, I said, oh, I said, all right, Tush. And he went, and he went, Bill, he said, you'll have to call me boss now. And I just thought, is he getting at me here? But, but my attitude at that time, I should have just, because he was the boss, lad. And he deserved to be the boss because he was Graham Sharp. And my attitude at that time was like, who are you talking to? Because I thought, I did have a bit of a fucking... Yeah. Thingy, oh, you know what I mean, lads? I thought, like, who are you talking to? I won't have no one talking to me. You know, what do you want me to call your boss for? Call your fucking Sharpie or two all my life, lads. And, but there you go. And, and lads, and after that, I, I just thought, I was back in Liverpool all the time, um, thinking again, and Sharpie, I'd get home and into my house and old, and remember them old phones you'd have, like, with the little tape recorders in? yeah. yeah. And I'd just be message after message, Sharpie, Pally, come in, pal, I need you to come in. And that, and me and Nick in the middle and sort of went. And, and then Sharpie just, he got relegated and stuff like this then and all that, didn't he? But I was gotten then, lad. I didn't go back. All my stuff, I just left me house and everything. And Mick, I come home, I got a flat in Anfield. Yeah, got me furniture all down, the house. It's already been fucked off off here. Give her the house. It's even still today, I don't know what happened to me house, you know. She must have sold in other bears I was with at the time. Yeah. I had a, a few quid, I could see what the club, parts of me signing on for, fee and everything was in that house. I just fucking left it, lad, left it and left the house. I've never seen her since. It's mad, isn't it? It's nuts, lad. I didn't get, I was nuts, lad. And, and like, do you know what, Nick? I, I never, I just want to, I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm glad it's all over. I'm glad to play for Evan. Even as a kid, when I used to dream, I didn't dream of having like loads of money and big houses and flash cars and you know it wasn't me. You know what I mean, lads? I, I never dreamt it, so I don't fucking I don't dwell on it. I don't miss it. 
yeah. if you if you know what I mean. So playing for Everton and and being recognised as a, a good player does me, lad. You could play, I play footy and people say I'm a good player, that does me. I was uh, myself. If anyone says, Bill, what do you think about yourself yourself? I, I worked hard. I, I I just worked hard. If you had a good game, I had a good game. But first and foremost, I fucking I'll work hard as anyone. I'll leave everything on that pitch, lad. The show's done it on the way in there when we just got out the car, straight away someone over to you. Bill, is that you, Billy? Come yeah. here, can I have a photo? Oh yeah, the kids. Well well I was waiting for you. I was I seen this little kid twisting and turning and I, I said to the, my bird there, I said, Look at this little kid. He went over there, you know, he was cracking, the coach was cracking and the dad said, Are you Billy Kenny? I, I, I still get noticed, lads. Yeah, you know what I mean? 30 it's, years ago that's it, I it. still get thirty years ago. I still get noticed, lads, everywhere I go. So in fact, it's 30, it's 30 years ago next week. I should have, fuck, I must have done something like must not I, lads? I mean, know the way people go on about me, lads, as well. I mean, I, I, how many games does he have, do you know, lad? I don't know, Nick. 20-odd, 20-odd 20-odd for the first team, and people go on and on and on. I mean, the, the potential was there, though. That's what they're going on about. There was a, I seen an article uh, doing a bit of research for this, saying, um, like, football's wasted talents, but, like what? Darren Connor, when he was on, and he said, he went, he never wasted his talent. He played. Uh-huh. He played for Everton. His talent was there. His talent was there. Yeah, it I might look it. like it's like a waste. It might be a waste of a career, but the talent. Yeah, we'll see. That's what I've just been saying. Then, like, I played for Everton, so yeah, that was enough for me. You know what I mean? Everyone, it's football's about opinion. Everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they? But... I, to me, I haven't wasted fuck all that. I, I, as I said, I played for Everton. That was my dream, and I, I fulfilled my dream. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish I could have had a longer thing, yo, a longer career, and, and and I wish I could have won things for Everton and that, and, and kept my head together and had a great career with Everton and won fucking FA cups and leagues and everything. But I never, and it is what it is, you know, sort of thing. But. Um, Got hundreds of regrets, lads. Honest, and they, they, they won't go away, mate. Carries with them me for years, man. And, and and even now, even now, like I'll have days where like I just can't believe what happened. Still, thirty years ago, I still think what I still what happened, lads. You know what I mean? Even today, mate, it's just nuts. It's never ever going to go away. But I've seen psychiatrists and that have said it'll be with you forever. What you've done. Um, it'll never go. Yeah, the, the sort of trauma of, of yeah. what you went through. I've got trauma, a, and it's PTSD. Yeah, I, I, I've got to, I've got to learn to live recovery, with it. Recovery, it? It's yeah. PTSD recovery. So I've had to learn to live with it, lads. It's, it's been terrible being Billy Kenny, you know, lads. Being hard work, being me, yeah. living. Because all I wanted to do is just be normal and just live. And even before there, you know, because I'm, cause I'm well again now, lads. Even like, you know, the way the lad fronted me then, are you Billy? Can I have a photo with me, lad, and stuff like that? I'd have felt terrible. I'd have felt terrible a few years ago or if I'd just still been drinking. I'd have, I'd have felt like, who the fuck am I? You know, you want to pitch you with me? But now I'm like, I'm well again and like, you know, I'm fucking, and, and things like that. Think, oh, well, Bill, you know what I mean? There's still yeah, people being, out there. You're being kinder to yourself now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm being kinder to myself, lad, because I've had to work, I've had to work for where I am now. I've still got nothing, lads. I'm saying, I've got fuck all, loads of money or big house or anything like that. I'm happy again, lads. I can live with myself. I haven't been able to live with myself sober since I was 20. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm 50 next birthday, you know what I mean, lad? And I'm just about 
winning again mentally. It's been a long time, lads. I stopped drinking uh, 10 years ago when my ma died. So what happens is I got into the uh, the amateur footy. I've always been interested in the amateur footy because of Tobo and Philo and all my mates who I grew up with and that and uh, my dad and my uncle Eddie and that, Edward and Tony. They're all with a footy family anyway, so... I've always been interested in, but anyway, my mum died, lads, about ten years ago. About nine years ago, yeah, nine years ago. Um, stopped the fucking drinking, of course. I carry on a bit. I've been on a two-week bender before my mum died. You had a big tent in the house and all that. Fucking whatever they called. On the ale to fuck. Terrible mess. So the minute we buried my mum, I was in the boozer after it, and I just put me drink down and just, just sloped out the pub. You know what I mean? Thought. That's it. But I never thought someone... It must have been my man, lad, honest to God, because I've been in two rehabs. I went to South Africa as well for four months to get off the, the second time. So it's not a minute. Another experience, crazy. So I've been in two rehabs. The priory in South Africa down the years. Couldn't... Always relapsed. Always relapsed. Uh, couldn't do it on my own, lad, my man. I had to put the drink down. Didn't touch you. So... Um, I've gone running around Walton Park. I thought, Bill, you've got two choices here, lad. Because I talked to myself as well, you know, lad. I, t- I fucking talked to myself. I said, you've got two choices here, mate. You can go stay on the ale and die. Because I was in that much of a state. Or, I've always wanted to play footy again, but couldn't believe I could get fit again, Mick Wright. Even, even through all this, from, from when I was 30... I played for an amateur team, but I was always drinking all the time after the game and I'd be out all through the week. I was never fit and all that, playing for the Seymour and all that. It was the, the old C4, sorry. I was, in, I was always drinking then. Even the Sandin, when I, I played for the Sandin as well, I was still on the ALN as well, bits and bobs, dipping my toe in. I wasn't a professional. Uh, so anyway, I thought, no, I'd love to play footy again. I'm 40 years of age now, like my mind's died. I'm 40, 42. Oh, fucking hell. So I started running around Walton Park. I live by there. I'm running around Walton Park and then coughing me guts up doing one lap anyway. Ends up doing seven laps. I'm, I'm still running. Love. I'm, I'm into me running again now, lad. It's it's keeping me sane and that. So I bumped into Tobo. He's doing it there. He's seeing if he can get a five. He's supposed to meet um, Colin Flood and that. Fluzzy and all yeah. that for the five aside. And all that. That's how he ends up playing for the Brit. So he only went for a run and ended up uh, playing for the Brit for six years. So uh, the Brit hadn't had a team that folded at the time. Yeah. Tobo was just trying to get it back together and all that. So I started. And then Mark Phillips come up, Richie Campbell come up, and then people knew I was training. And oh, he's, he's fucking serious, Billy's serious and all that, you know what I mean? And I was, I had the thing back. I wanted to play again. Nothing was going to stop me, so I'm training. So anyway... Back down to Peter Kenny, Peter, hey, I'm not fucking, yeah, I got <laughs> Billy, lad, yeah, I said, Peter, come on, lad. So, ah, Peter ends up being Tobo's number two for the Brit. Tobo was the manager. Yeah. I was the captain. I'm ah, Peter was the assistant. And then all the our players started coming back then. So, um, we're playing, we're doing all right. I'm coughing me guts up. Everyone's overweight. Um, so, I said to the lads, look, listen. I just can't, and then after a few weeks, I'm getting on it then, like some people are not turning up and that, Mick, and we've only got eight players and all that, and it's destroying me head, I can't do it like this, because I'm all in now, you know what I mean, so, gets all the lads together, I said, look, there's training there, we need to get in the gym, you know, because we've been up, we played the alleys, St. Alleys, Frankie Strode, yeah, the, yeah. the Duke battle, um, 
Joey Duncan, great team, Dal Tommy and Goal, great team. So he goes up there, first time I've ever played them, they're all established, they look all fit, big lads, and there's me, Tobo, Tobo hadn't played, he's injured, I hadn't played for 15 years, Carl Fairlong, Scott Knox, he's playing him. <sighs> little bits and bobs of players now we got before one remember thinking to myself ah oh, that's it mate I can't do it I was blown for tugs and all that I, couldn't, I just couldn't do it so um, so I said oh so fucked and oh no yeah we're getting thingy all back next week Lee Fairlong will be there next week this that and the other and I'm thinking ah oh, well, well the miles off this. you know I wanted to beat them there and then but anyway we all got into Leo's. Peter was training us all again, all on the bags, the pads, the runs, the, all, everything was back. So it took us two years to beat the alleys, lad. But we all stuck at it because they were a fucking good team, you know what I mean? Strong team. Very good team. So anyway, we ended up beating them then in a couple of finals. So so, so for two years, it took me two years, lad, of, of training and playing games. I never missed one game for the Britain six years, not even a friendly because when I walked in the uh, the changes in the summer, Terry Murray says, oh, yeah, well, you'll be gone. Wait till it starts raining. You won't turn up at all, you won't. You don't even know me, lad. I'm back, lads. I'm back <laughs> playing, mate, and no one's got... I loved it, and it was only for the Brit, but I'll tell you what, I can honestly say with my hands on my heart, it was the best six years of my life. No drink, back playing again. It was a good level. All the best players, like Carragher's brother and that, he was a good player. He from the Solly and people, yeah, yeah. they had a good team. A couple of semi-finals against them, and a couple of finals. There was like thousand people, two thousand people watching these finals. You know what I mean? While the old park, Alder, up on the Alder as well, all today. Like sort of come full circle from you from the swallows. Yeah, and like I miss playing with Tobo and that as well. You know what I mean? And what all the uh, the crack and that on a Saturday it was fucking brilliant. So I'm ready. I'm just, I'm just. I've got a little thing in me back. I've had for about ten days. Before that, I had gout. Paul Baines on the phone by the minute. What's happening? And I'm just asked some time for the game, lad. But I won't play until I'm, I'm, I'm fit. You know what I mean, lad? I can't let anyone get near me, Mick. I'm sure there'll be a few. Uh... There'll be a, f- a few takers, mate, ready, ready to shine. You know, once you're there. Well, I'll do, I just think, you know, I'll, 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 Paul's asked me, Paul's me mate, and that. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd play for Paul all day, you know what I mean? The Brits, all the lads, they're all good lads. And um, we'll see, lads, if, if it's do, it's do, but I wouldn't mind a few games again. I'm, I, why not, you know what I mean? I, I probably played against you a couple of times in the early 2000s, like you were saying there, you you're probably still on the drink, and I and wouldn't wouldn't have fucking probably known what day it was, but for, I can remember for forty minutes no one could get near you, and oh then way. just before half time you'd have a little dip, and then second half you'd just go off or something. Yeah. But for forty minutes in that game, and we had some we were playing for Beetle, we had some good players at the time. Yeah, the yeah. Four. Um But even then, lads my age, who like I'm forty, so I'm ten years younger than you, we'd be saying Billy Kenny's playing for these, and it was a it was a buzz for us. Yeah, because you were playing, you know what I mean. Yeah. The same when I played against uh, Trundle, he Trundle, and yeah. the lads have gone. He's playing the next pro. It's like yeah. it's a buzz for the lads, and they want to show what they can do. Well, that's it against a good player. Well, that's it. So, uh, and that, that's why I need to, I need to be fit because I've got to have respect for these players. You know what I mean, lads. I respect the players who are playing against me, but I I also uh, I'm not going to make it easy for anyone. I'm going to have I want my best seat, my best game, whether I'm playing for the Brits. 
or Everton or England or or anyone, you know what I mean, lads. I mean, and that's respect for like the players. But I, I, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that all the time. I get I get a bit of special attention on the pitch and that, but it just it just keeps me on my toes more. I, I love it. I love the pressure lads of playing footy. I love good players playing against me, trying to play well and that. You know what I mean? Because loads of people, loads of loads of loads of players have had good games against me. You know what I mean? I play my own game. People like. Oh, I've got game against me. Like people have had good games against me. Of course, they have. But how does he end up got playing for the likes of the C Four? That's just two the lads, to, like the local lads. Saying, well, Jason Broad's me, me cousin, and that. And um, yeah, who else was playing? Oh, how did he get there? And Geno and that. Tavi Geno. We used to play. We used to love playing with him. He's one of me, me good partners in centre mid. Him, Tavi Geno. He's yeah, a great player. player he's been on. He's had his own episode on here. He's been on. Oh, has he been yeah, on? He's yeah. Been on, he's yeah. on he's, uh, Geno. But yeah, it was just all the local. They're all local from by me Mars and that. You know what I mean? Lads have played for the Breeze as well. Just like because little like Tucker and Rooney and Piggy, all me mates yeah, and that. Piggy and that yeah, at the Breeze. So I'm only one of the lads anyway, so fuck off. I started playing for the Breeze, lads. I had about 10 games for the Breeze one one, one year. Um, who else? The Breeze, the Brit, the Sandin. Played for the Sandin again. My first my first team was the Sandin. We used to play the Brit. When you come back, when you come out of pro in Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Me, me, me and uh, Fairlong and that. Me, Carl Fairlong. Uh, Ryan Lowe. He was in our team. Um, Lee... Um, Thing you know, Lee Bamber and that, yeah, no Bamber, Bamber yeah, and all player, that, yeah. Foggy and goal, yeah. That, that, we had or a good, Bersie. we had a good team, yeah. And we, we played the Brits in the final, Mikey Wright and fucking who else, Tobo, Philo, all the same, Mark Tony, uh, Barry, fucking yeah. The Brits have always had a good team, but yeah, but they were they were our derby game then. Uh, well, I know, like, you probably were of a of a of a state of mind at that point, but. Do, was it still a challenge, you know, coming out, coming yeah, out of pro oh, footy? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, um, not, and footy's not easy, is it, no matter what level you're playing at. I mean, uh, on the, uh, on the, in the amateur league, I mean, there's a lot more tackling going on, put it that way, you've got to be tough, like, to play, you know, you can't be, like, thingy on, and, um, you've got to still get stuck in and something. Yeah, it's the, the, the standards in the amateur league, especially when I played the likes of the alleys and uh, the teams I just mentioned, the Solly, and there was another team, what was the other team called, lads, from uh, from Eighton, there was the alleys. And um, oh, I was going to phone Tobo before to ask him what the fucking name was, the alleys, and there was another team, the alleys, and, um, oh, lad, there was this fucking lad playing for the, well, this fella, he must have been about 50, right? 10 years ago I'm 42 he's about 53 his name's Eddie do you know him I'm not sure I feel like phoning Tobo now listen lads I've been in with Finney Jones and everyone well but I'm telling you Terry here yeah, look this cunt from my Eddie the Bastards I called him <laughs> Eddie the Eddie Bastards, Bastards is, right he <laughs> plays and he kicked fuck out of me right he, every game I've ended up chinning him lads in the final and they got sent off but it was only a slap but he's a dirty bastard you know what I mean and he tagged me every game and all that Anyway, I'm saying to the lads, he's fucking tired. He was a good player though as well. He 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 go out to hurt me. He he that be his game. And I used to say to him, "What are you doing, lads? 
just play your game. You're a good. F- he was a good player, lad. He was a fucking very good player. But all he wanted to do was kick me and upset me and all that. So get me sent off. You know what I mean? He nearly did. But uh, Paul Burns, he wanted their players, and I was right. He said, "You're yeah, right." He said, "He." Um, that was his uh, thing. He ought to go and get you sent off, Bill. Yeah. I used to get that a lot. You know what I mean? People like coming, yeah. people coming over trying to rattle me cage and. Depends on how I woke up in the morning, Mick. You know what I mean? Because I'm a fucking bit of an hothead myself, lad. You know what I mean? I used to work hard staying on the pitch and that, but I, 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 I can't even remember getting sent off in my life. I don't, I don't even, I, I think once when I was a kid, or, or I think it was for Everton, Everton 8, I've only been sent off once yeah. for two bookable tackles, you know what I mean? I wasn't like a um, thingy all that, but I'd I, I have it like. Right, should we try and touch on this building the player then, mate? This is got obviously going to be a, a bit difficult for you, mate, but I always start with the left pegs. So the left so foot? I always start with left pegs. So you can go, obviously you played pro and amateur, so you can give whatever you want, give the pro. Don't think you can't say the pros, throw them in. We like it. My left foot is is between three people, um, Andy Inchcliffe. Unbelievable. Yeah. His corners were heavy, man, like listen, deadly. Listen, lad, one, one, one corner of the pitch to the other corner of the pitch from left back to right, to right wing on a two-pence every single time. Every time. He had the best left foot, Andy Inchcliffe, and then I played a lot with Kevin Sheedy and Tommy Judge. Tommy Judge is a player who played for the Nonpareil when I was a kid. Tony Judge's uncle. And he had one of the hardest left shots, left pegs going. That was when I was a kid. So I'm going to have to go with him. Um, for the left, I'm going to have to go for um, Edie or Andy Inchcliffe. I'm going to have to go with Andy Inchcliffe. Left, yep. left peg, Andy Inchcliffe. Fair enough. A great left peg as well. Uh, right foot. Right foot. I've gone for Ian Snowden, Snods, or John Doolan. Yeah. Yeah. And another lad in the in the amateurs who's got a great who's got a great uh, right foot Brian uh, Brian Mugen is it Brian Mugen yeah yeah strike a ball Mugen, yeah. lovely right foot there Mugen there good player as well yeah so so there the Arsenal's John Zulan and um, and Brian Mugen right touch touch it's after B best touch it's after B um, it's after B um, game sharp. Just for me, unbelievable, unbelievable. Like, yeah, you take it out of the sky, you've seen it millions of times. It'd have to be Graham Shaw for me. What about in the amateurs? Anyone you can think of there in the amateurs? In the amateurs, it's such a good touch. In the amateurs, see what I was talking about before, Colin Flood. Yeah, Colin. Colin Flood, good all round player, had a great touch. Used to love playing with Colin for the Brit. Oh, he'll be delighted when he when he hears this him Floody yeah, and his he, lads will be made up as oh, well. He is. He's a cracking kid, and he, it's great for what he's doing with the kids. He's a lovely kid, man. And he's one that, I, and when I started playing for the Brit, he, he's one of the I'd look at and think, man, how come you like? What happened to all the? How come all these players didn't make the grade, yeah, man? It's mad, isn't it? It's just fucking, it's beyond me because he, he's one of them, you know what I mean? He's one of looked at and he, he, he's he got a professionalism about him, hasn't he? Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? That's that why he's such a good coach with the kids. Uh, skill. Skill. Precky. Yeah. Precky. Seven-a-side player he was. Five-a-side player. The best five-a-side player in the whole world, honest to God. Different on 11-a-side, but him. Um, skills and that. 
I've never seen no one like him. Like, is that, what, what well, I've never it? played with no one who's got skills such um, skill like him. What was he? Was he similar to like gigs in that slalom? you know that type of skill. Oh, or was it more he, like chops? No, he was like he was like Messi. That's who he was like Messi. He, 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 for for skill in tight spaces and dribble like Messi, it is the only player I've seen like him is Messi. But as I said, on eleven aside, he was a different player. He'd hold on to it too long. He'd lose the ball. Yeah. He, he'd he'd frustrate, game, yeah. Yeah, completely he'd frustrate yeah, It's a but but for skill, for for actual skill there and then it'd have to be precky in his little bit. I've seen nothing like her. Well, you see Messi. He's the sort of stuff Messi to. When you see Messi as a kid and an out and all that, he was brilliant, Harry. It's crazy, that, isn't it? Nice yeah. Head and ability. Dave Watson. Tank. Dave Watson, mate. Um, the best, he's the best I've ever seen in the air. Or clean, uh, clean the ball, heading the ball. He, he was the best. He's the best. Speed. Speeds have to be Stewie Barlow. Yeah. For me. Lightning Stewie, wasn't he? That's Rabbit. It's mad, isn't it? I like Lady coming to the game and all. Well, they used to call him Young Stewie Barlow. Where me and Stewie got in the event team at the same time. They call him Young Stewie Barlow. He was 26. <laughs> I was only 18. They call him Young Stewie Barlow. But I love Stewie. He's that Billy and all that. Is that not well or? His mum's not going Oh, his mum. I love she's all right. We're all right, Stewie. But his dad was boss, Billy and I love Stewie. He's one of my good mates. I haven't seen him for a while, but he's got to be the fastest. And no one has say him, lad. No him. Stewie Barlow, the crowd used to have him. He's nervous. He was te- he was terrified in the full crowd. But the same players, he used to score six against Liverpool reserves yeah. with the same players. Who, on his trial, w- w- I'm playing with the same. He'd score an attack against Liverpool's first team if it was on a Tuesday night and there was no one there. Yeah, put him on a Saturday and he was fifty thousand there. Yeah, I put him through twice in the derby. He went round Zuper and fell over twice, Stewie. He, remember, I put him through twice a, yeah, in the derby. He had, he, had, he had all the attributes to do it. Just yeah. on that derby we were talking about before the one at our Anfield when we got Rob's Rosenthal was miles offside. I put Stewie clean through twice. He went round Mike Hooper twice. If you have a look, and he fell over. His nerves used to go. I used to feel terrible for him. as fucking. But if he could, he was some player, and maybe he could have been. Oh mate, but there you go. It's, it's just mad how it affects other people. I thrived on it. I, I I couldn't wait to fucking run a mock, mate. Get me out there. And it took it took him dropping a few leagues to find his feet and, yeah. and, and oh, just relax at, his, at that level. He's done well. He, he, he scored loads of goals. Yeah, he's and Wigan, brilliant at all. And mate, you're yeah, you're right. He found his feet there, but it was just the crowd and his, he was a nervous lad. I I thrived on it. You got people who were like who 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 lies on the pitch because the and the crowds are there and all that. Man, I I, I just fucking loved it, lads. I just fucking. So we, so he's the quickest then, Stewie Barlow. Yeah. Strength. He was he was the, the uh, strongest. Dave Watson again. Yeah. Dave Watson for me, he was just a machine, lads. He was he was fit as fuck, proper professional. Yeah, top player in me. Top fucking no nonsense, mate. That's fittest. The fittest. I've gone for Gunnar Alley. Hallie, yeah. From Oldham, yeah. unbelievable. He used to do the air, uh, the bleep test. Remember the bleep test, and I was good at that. And he was something ridiculous, mate. He was still going. Fifteen minutes when I packed in, I, I was all right at it, me. You know what I mean? He was, he, he was the fittest at that. So that was a fitness test. Yeah. So that's why I've gone from lad. But yeah, great pro again. 
Norway, Norwegian, wasn't Norwegian, he? Norwegian, yeah. yeah. We went to Oslo when I first, when I come out of the rehab, the priory, Joe Royal picked me up. And uh, the first team were already in Oslo. So me and Joe flew together. Got to know Joe, proper boss there and that. Going to Allah's own town and that. And we went on a cruise and that with uh, his, his old team who used to play for him before he went to the old. I'm going to Allah, but yeah, he's the fittest lad I've, I've known, you know. Right, okay. Keepers. Southall and um, Foggy, Ian Foggy, got to mention him, schoolboys, great keeper. It's boss that in it, just saying that, Southall and Foggy. Foggy, yeah, and Al Tommy from the, um, I don't know second name. Tommy White. Is it from the alleys? Ends, oh, up, ends yeah. up playing for the Brit, yeah. for me. Play for the Crocky for a 50 bit. odd. Yeah. Um, some of the saves I've seen him, mate, 50 odds, unfucking believable. Yeah, it's a player. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy White. Yeah, top, yeah, Tommy. Fucking brilliant, lad. It's got to be big, Nev, and he's probably the best goalie I've ever seen, Nev. Lads, I used to twat balls at him at Belfield's right. He'd slide along the grass, and he'd, he'd put his arms up, but let it hit him in the stomach. I mean, I'd whack it at him. And yeah. he, that's what he'd do to take the piss out here. He, he wouldn't catch it, he'd just let it hit him in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Honest, lad. Horrible. Right. Funniest, who were the funny, the loonies, obviously, beside yourself, who were the... Uh... The funniest, I've put, uh, put Paul Berch, yeah. Berchy. Yeah. Hard to beat that, isn't it? Paul Berch, oh, I had a bowl of them the other day at the funeral, mate. Uh, Carl Fairlong's hilarious in the changing rooms, Carl Fairlong and Berchy. Um, Tobo's, Tobo's hilarious in his own little driveway, you know what yeah. I mean? You've got an old Tobo, haven't you? There's fucking millions of them. Me and Snodden used to make me, he was my good mate at Evan. He, he, he's hilarious, him, Snods. So it's Paul Burke, Carl Fairlong, and Ian, Ian Snowden who used to make me laugh in the changes, you know, and characters. But as I said, there's fucking loads of them, lads. There's, there's absolutely loads of people. Yeah, it's full of them, innit? Yeah, it's fucking. But then, too, you got to mention Burke. I mean, Paul as well, he, he's doing a great thing in the community. There's loads of them, lads. Like that needs good mention and like people when you're growing up, these these pillars of the community like Peter Kenny. Yeah. He's trained people for yeah, 40, years, 50 yeah. years, yeah, lads. Decades. He's just Tobo's taking over now. You got Berkey in there saying the kids you got like these all need fucking putting on pedestals, these fellas. You know, before all these you'd had like John Bly, you'd had John Custy, Custy. Yeah, you had about right. eight eight teams going at the same fucking time. Um Toshfield and up in Canny Farm, the Boxham, Quinny and all that. These, these fellas, mates. Yeah, they're all, they're all, uh, you, you know, the, the pillars of the community, aren't they? Yeah, and the greats to sound anyway, but I just needed to mention them. But yeah, um, Berkey, Fair Long and Ian Snods, hilarious. Sure, but, but they'll do for, the, for the, the funniest show. Leadership, who are the best leaders you've come across? The leaders, I've got a... Um, well, I, I don't know where I've written down, but the leader, my, the, the leaders is um, Philo's a great little leader. Yeah, on the pitch, he's a great little leader, great captain, good captain. Mark, um, Kevin Ratcliffe for me, Dave Watson, brilliant. Dave Watson, they're my two captains. They my two forever. And yep. When I first joined, it was Rats, and then 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 Waggy. So them two lads and um, Mark Gresham. Mark Gresham, uh, he was the captain of Liverpool Schoolboys, great leader, great, great, didn't say much, I used to do all the shouting, but he'd lead by example, this lad, you know what I mean, his attitude's on the pitch and that, and so, so in for me, yeah, Mark Gresham, John Doolan, another good leader on the pitch, 
John Doolan should have made it 11. He should have been given a chance. But at the time, they had Mark Jackson in there. Yeah. But for me, I can remember that there was a time John Doolan was better than him. And I was don't know whether Kendall see if if if, Ken, if your face doesn't fit anywhere, you're not get you know what I mean. It's one of them things. And I think with John with Kendall, I don't know. I don't think he he fancied him as like a. Um, I don't know because for me he was better than Matt Jackson. At, at, at like loads of times and through Everton reserves, and he was he was better. He he tackled more. He was more aggressive than floppy than Matt Jackson. He was well more aggressive than him. And I just think he, he should have been given his chance to, as well as me and Unsworth at that yep. time, you know what I mean? That's definitely. Nice, dirtiest. Dirtiest. Fucking hell. Eddie the Bastard. Oh, pff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie the Bastard's in there. <laughs> definitely he's in there, lads. I'll tell you, I'll show you now. Eddie the Bastard's in there. With uh, Vinnie Jones. So what was that thing about Vinnie Jones? Didn't he, didn't he rattle you? And, and, and Terry Airlock. From Terry Airlock, Southampton. Our cunsties, Ralph, Vinny and him were like our school dirty cunts, wasn't he? Yeah, you know what I mean. Vinny Jones, um, I, I swatted him first, old lad. See, see what happens was we played Wimbledon one year, Evan, in the FA Cup at Sellers Park. That was my worst away game, worst away fixture. That what I'm talking about now, Sellers Park, Wimbledon, FA Cup, fourth round. Went down there, got kicked a fuck. Um, give a bit out. I got stuck into him then, and then we drawed. So the replay was at. Oh, so the replay was in the fortnight. But 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 we had them on the Saturday in the league. Oh, so yeah. we played them three three times on the bounce within the space of fucking two weeks, man. So I'm coming up against him, that Vinnie Jones. And already, I wasn't scared of no one, lad. At the end of the day, I've been brought up to tackle. Tackle's part and parcel of the game. If you get hit, you get hit. There's nothing you can do, but you certainly can not, not go in, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter who the fucking are. So at the time, he was, he was a big thing, wasn't he? He was a big snarler and this, that and the other. But he didn't intimidate me, lad. He, I got up, just fucking dusted myself down, and just tackled to be won the next time. I was going in for it, and I did, and he grabbed me by the throat. It was in the papers, and I've got that cut, and he's got me by the throat. I'm getting up, and he just had me by the throat. I got that stuck right into him. So he's always say we go in the plays, lads, then after the, after the game, he's all right, Finney, and fashion. He'd be all right, lads, you know what I mean, off the pitch. I'll see you at our place next week, he'd say to me. But yeah. he'd, make, he'd make it his business, no time to intimidate yeah. me. I'd say, nice sound, lads, I'll, I'll be there. Don't you fucking worry. But um, I had some of my best games against Wimbledon, lad. So the dirtiest... Um, I'm going to say Eddie the Bastard. Yeah. After all that, he, Eddie, I'll, I'll, I need his name. Tobo knows his name. Get hold of him, lad. He played for the team in Iton, not the alleys, the other one. There was two teams from Iton. Can't, I can't think of the other one. Tobo will know. Eddie the Bastard. He's only about four foot, lads. He kicked fuck out of me, mate. To tell you, man, he, he had. Oh. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to chase that up and find. Eddie the bastard, so well, no, yeah, look there, look. Little Eddie the bastard. Look, <laughs> it just actually shows little Eddie the bastard. Little Eddie the bastard, he was. Right, best goal. What's the best goal you've scored yourself or been involved? The best in? goal I scored was my goal against Chelsea for the Everton's first team because it was my only goal for the first team I watched it the other night on YouTube first time seeing it since I scored it didn't even know it was on YouTube Ah, that lad told me or someone told me it was on YouTube I watched it anyway um, there was a break down the left I don't know I think it was Wardy or someone down the left crossed it 
to the back post. I was coming in off the right midfield. I need it. Took down on me knee and jump and twatted around the top corner. I went. But for years and years and years, years how nuts it was, lads. I thought it was a corner, right? Being flicked on. I've took it down the edge of the box and lobbed the keeper. Just the way you pitched it. It wasn't nothing like that, lads. <laughs> I, drilled, I, I drilled it into the far corner. I took it down on my chest. No, you just keep your head down. You've been replaying this goal in your head for years. Fucking, yeah, it. the wrong goal. T- drills it. I couldn't believe it watching it. I thought, oh, I must have been. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie must have been good. Oh, yeah. I wonder who I was getting a fucking yayo off then. No way, man. Honest. What, what about the uh, best goal that you've been involved in, like a team goal? And, uh, um, it was a friendly a couple of years ago uh, for the Brit. Uh, we played this team. Uh, I'm sure it was the... Uh, the Camfield. They'd had a good team. We played them. They twatted us. For fucking one or something. My dad's referees. I'm screaming at my dad about three years ago. This my last last year for the Brit. He had a friendly debaters. So I said, call, call them back on. I need them another game. Like lively. So we got another game against them. Call good players. Um, so anyway, in that game, I needed to put it right. I got the ball off the keeper, off Tommy. Um, and I was in, I was at the edge of our, just, just, just by the, the edge of our box off Tommy, got it turned. And Mark, Phil was right back, but bombing down, bomb, right back. I said to him every time I get the ball, bomb on, lads, so I can hit you. So anyway, I've just done a fucking big pass, right full length of the pitch. And I thought he was going to take it down, but he just volleyed it. So from the goalie, I've passed it about 40 yards, right, to, right on his foot, ask him, and he's just follies it, but, but like there was already pace on the ball, so he just angles his foot, lobbed the keeper. Should have seen it, lad. It was fucking unbelievable finish, like, you know Two what I mean? Two touches and a goal. Two touches and a goal, lads. Yeah, and that was, that was, that was um, three years ago, that. And oh. that sticks in my mind, lads. Like the next one, you've half answered in any way, ah, just away. Ah, just the way. It's got to be fucking Wimbledon, hasn't it? Tuesday night, pissing down name, Vinnie Jones and the rest of them. For me, that was my hardest away game. And then you obviously got, in the amateurs, you got the Allies and the Solly. They were good hard games away, you know what I mean, as well. Yeah, Bosch, mate. Um, So, knockout pairs, mate. You've got to pick yourself a partner. Yeah. Not how pairs. It'd be, be, be Tobo because me and Tobo have never been beat up pairs ever. Ever. We'll be, no, ever. <laughs> ever, ever, lads. Me and Tobo ask him, lads. Me and Tobo, when we used to play pairs, we'd, we'd, we'd want to go on each other's side because we didn't want to get beat off the other one, me and yeah. Tobo. We were our lasses, so if there was five aside, we'd be on the same team. Pairs, we'd be on the same team, me and Tobo. Remember me and Tobo when we were about 13? In Lansdowne Place on uh, Mayor Lane, keeping the ball up. Uh, a thousand we kept it up for. A thousand headers. You've seen the heads on top, haven't you? <laughs> but a thousand headers, lads, when we were kids, we were there all night. Dropped it a couple of times on us, ask them. A thousand, mate, we were buzzing then. It's called a nice eight, so. Young, young bucks, right? Yeah. So tell, tell us about the play then that's uh, that's going ahead next year. Oh, the play, yeah. Fucking so, how's that come about? The play, um, it was my bird, Jackie. Jackie was. She said she's not going to stop until I'm on I'm a, I'm a celebrity let me out of here. She's like, right. fucking dead. <laughs> no, um, she got hold of um, she, her cousin, Jackie's cousin, is Jay, the, the actor's girl's mate or something. 
And um, after the after the James English podcast, I was getting like all kinds of offers to this, that, and the other. I'm like media, really, media interest, yeah. I'm not really a social media person, lad. To be honest with you, uh, and, and I got a good response off the uh, the James thing. Yo, so anyway, the next minute I'm talking to JD actor. He comes over to New Brighton. That's where I live now. He's come over to my and we're talking and. Uh, and uh, I was I'm writing the book as well at the same time, and I, I was asking what you think on it, and he's saying oh, the book and that lad will take ages. He says, "Why don't you let me do a one man play?" A bit of fun, you know what I mean, lads. It's boss, boss lads. I've the seen the play myself. Me and Jackie have seen it two weeks ago, but he hasn't played. Out. He's read it. Ian, he's, he's read. See, they've took the play out of my book that I'm reading. So it's all my own words and all that in the play, and uh, he's played it out to me and Jackie a couple of weeks ago, crying, laughing, that's fucking absolutely hilarious. It's weird to your boss. boss, the way he's done it, and the way they've wrote it, and that Michael, the director. So it's on in April for four nights, and the uh, the Saturday's sold out already. The uh, the Friday's got about twenty seats. That's nearly sold out. So the tickets are flying out, lads, uh, for four nights in April. It's on. Whatever happened to Billy Kenny? It's called. We'll sh- we'll, everyone will be able to soon find out meet won't they they can yeah. listen to the podcast so, um, they can read the book when that comes out and yeah. they can get to the show yeah James JJ is a great lad and, that, and uh, he's I've seen his work and that and so uh, the pressure's on him now isn't it <laughs> Jay. imagine trying to play me you got a, got a there, big, big boots to fill Oh, what? No, it's brilliant. I'll be there, mate, 100%. I'll get myself there. And uh, yeah, I know lo- loads of people that you've spoke to um, already looking forward to it. So that'll be a, that'll be a tough one. Get, you have to get down there, mate, to tell you. I, I, was, I was crying laughing myself. I was crying. I was laughing. It's got everything. The play's got emotion, everything, mate. Yeah. Um, the way Jay plays it and that, and it's doing Beasley and all that, it's just fucking hilarious, mate. You got me off me cake and back at taxis and all that. The state, there's all state music on it. The backdrop, me goals on it. So it's going to be all, it's just going to be a laugh. It's going to be a laugh, lad. The bar's open in there. There's a drink in there. The bar's open. Fucking, there's music playing. It's a bit of a gig, you know what I mean? Yeah, boss. So I can't wait for it myself. So everyone get on it. Right, Bill, thanks very much for your time, mate. Thanks, I uh, I really appreciate you coming on and and thanks very much. I really appreciate you coming on and like I said, Everyone, everyone of my age and older who's uh, obviously seen you on the telly as a kid with, I don't know, a nine, 19-year-old, not, not even signed a pro contract no. and, and your boss on midfield against Skins. Liverpool, John Barnes, John Barnes, and then... Skins it was. And then <laughs> obviously, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. we're going to see you on the... Uh, on the big stage, someone, someone pretending to be you on the big stage yeah, in, in, yeah, in a couple yeah, of months. Yeah, well... Yeah, well, that's it, lads. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking, old me, what's the word, lads? I, I'm, um, is it humble about it? Um, not humble, but I'm, um, you know, when you're made up about yeah, proud. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of, like, what's what's going on, you know what I mean? I mean, it's surreal to really think, because at the end of the day, mate, I was, I was just fucking footy player, lads. I just like playing footy, mate, you know what I mean? It's not like... Oh, it's not me as old to what it is, but, I mean, if people want to go and write plays and this, that, and the other, I'm all for it, lad, you know what I mean? Give the public some laughter in, in these times. It's just hilarious, lad. I can't even believe I was that fucking mad. <laughs> that's, and that's where we're ended. Cheers, Bill. Yeah, thanks very right. much. Thanks, lad.